Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this incredibly glorious, oh, there's NFL names playing football tonight, Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. This program starts now. Football is happening tonight. The Hall of Fame game will be taking place this evening where two NFL uniforms will take a high school field Mm -hmm. in Canton, Ohio, as we not only honor the greats of the past going into the Hall of Fame this weekend, but also announce that the new NFL season has officially begun. Tonight, the Jets and the Browns will play football, and by that we mean the players wearing the Jets uniforms will take on the players wearing the Browns uniforms. How many players will still be on the team from both of these teams whenever the regular season comes we don't know how many players will we recognize on either of these teams tonight we don't know what we do know is zach wilson high draft pick remember it is combine or his pro day Uh he's rolling left doing huh remember that oh yeah that happens tonight with him starting for the jets backed up by cfl gray cup fucking legend Mm -hmm. chris Strafolski. That's yeah. right. Now, I believe his name is actually Straveler. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, he's a dog. That's what he dressed like during a parade in cold-ass Canada mm-hmm. after winning the Grey Cup and having booze and celebrations right. until the crows called out in the morning. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. Our family of crows has returned, by the way. They have, unfortunately. That's good news from what I've been told, Mm because crows will remember if you treat them well. Now, Connor has been an asshole to him. That's why he said, unfortunately, I gave them, I broke bread with them a little bit this morning. You did? Gave them some of my Nature Valley treats. Hopefully, they'll Mm -hmm. be good. But anyways, until the crows are calling... Strafolski's a dog. That's right. Yes, absolutely. And then they're taking on the Browns, who's got two good, two guys that have been around the NFL for a little bit, Kellen Mond. And then also, I think DTR is going to be doing yep, some plays. Yep, yep. Fresh out of college, he'll be a rookie. It should be electrifying. And we will have a chance to turn on a television, and right on there it'll say NFL football. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. How about that? <laughs> we did it. Unbelievable. Congratulations, guys. Whether you're at home or at work or at school or whatever you are doing, Right now, you should just take a nice, deep breath and say, hey, I'm proud of me. Mm -hmm. Because there was a lot of time there after we saw Patrick Mahomes win another Super Bowl until this particular day where we had to act like we cared about a lot of shit we don't care about. At all. Yep. We had to be like, oh, my God, this is awesome that this is happening. It wasn't awesome. No. We weren't that excited. No. But if you're going to enjoy your life, there's times where there is no football. So you have to make do. And we did. And now we're at the point where we're make done. Yeah, we are at the point where NFL football is back. So all that stuff of fantasizing about what your team could look like, what will the Jets look like this year? Are the Jets going to go win the Super Bowl? We find out. Not tonight. No. 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 Still a while. Still a while. One month. But NFL helmets on football fields tonight. Hell yeah. That is what we are doing. Let's enjoy the hell out of it. I know uh, that the toxic table is excited at Boston Connor, at Boston Connor's mullet, and Ty Schmidt. I know that one half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs, is excited. And I know a man who calls Ohio home now from Atlanta, who's a 14-year NFL vet and icon, Pac-Man Jones is here. I know you're excited, Pac-Man. Smell me. This Hall of Fame game sucks for everybody that's in the game. They had to go to training camp earlier than everybody else because they had a game 
game before everybody else. Mm. All the players that are probably going to be on the team will not be suiting up or touching the field tonight, but they did get a chance to go see the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah pretty cool. They did yeah. get a chance to kind of build a little camaraderie before everybody else with their earlier training camp. What are you looking forward to tonight, and what should we look for this evening, Pat? It's just good to see football back, and there's going to be a lot of young guys that's going to get to make this team, that's going to get to prove themselves tonight. Special teams. Uh, it's going to be a couple guys that's going to play good, probably offensive, defense. But mainly I'm looking for the special team guys because these are the guys that's fighting for a position um, that the game is really about tonight. I think so, too. Like whenever you're watching the kickoff coverage or punt coverage, you see one person make a couple of tackles, that person just probably changed their life. Yeah. You get a couple of tackles in some of these preseason games on teams, you all of a sudden you are going to be sitting in the depth chart at a different place than everybody else. And nobody really knows that because the young guys don't really know that because coming into the NFL, everywhere they've been, they've been the man. The man. Best. Actually, when I was at training camp with the Colts uh, the other day, last Friday, um, Anthony Richardson had that little. Yep, sure. Mm-hmm. So after practice, stuck around. I got the chance to meet Anthony Richardson. I got a chance to meet his family. Good people. His his little brother. I got a chance to meet him with his deep ass voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, good dap up too. Very. I mean, this. Okay. Hey. Weapon. Another guy. God. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah. I, I, I think. I think. Good Junior be, was watching his videos the other day. Yeah. I mean, that's what. So I met Anthony Richardson's stepdad as well. He had a sick Bluetooth thing on. He's from Love South Florida. Yeah. It was. He was awesome. Love Good dreads, dap up. WWE fan. Mm-hmm. Had a great conversation with him. But I said, like, man, after watching him, what a, what a fucking incredible specimen we're looking at. Yep. And he goes, uh, yeah, we're very proud of him. You know, like very like humble and nice. And he goes, there's another one though. Yeah. He said, there's another one. And I was like, <laughs> the forty year old son of motherfucker. He's like, oh, he is. Yep. yep. Yeah. I'm, I like, don't, I don't I'm like, man, this is incredible. So you got a chance to meet him a little bit. Saw Alec Pierce. Got a chance to re-catch up with him. Uh, saw Shaq Leonard. His family was nice out there. Zaire talked to a bunch of people. And uh, literally, as you're walking around, you're seeing a couple people get a little bit more reps. You know, mm. I saw like some offensive linemen in a corner that I did not recognize numbers getting a little extra reps. Then there was this one kid in the middle of like the field on a yard line going sideways, practicing uh, punt sets. Mm-hmm. And then there was a veteran on the other side pushing them and everybody like kind of left. And these two were just out there. So I go walking over to see what's going on, you know, and it's a rookie. Yep. This is his fourth day. He has no idea how to do a fucking punt set, but he has recognized his situation. Like, hey, I'm going to have to be able to do this Smart, to make yeah. this team. And I, I wanted to reiterate to him, like, hey, you're way ahead of, like, everybody else. Yeah. Because to Pac-Man's point, I don't think – like, right now there's, what, 90 guys at camp or something like that? Yep. Yeah. I don't know if numbers 30 through 90 who are young know that the reason you're going to make this <laughs> team – is if you can cover a fucking kick. Mm-hmm. Or punt, or kickoff, or, or go block tackle a kick, one. Or yep. block a kick or something yep. like that. And it's normally not until like week three of preseason or week four of preseason whenever they start seeing like their friends yeah, get yeah. cut. Because these guys have never been in a situation where they will be told by a football team, nah, you're not good enough. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Everywhere these guys have been, Yes, you're on the team. We're doing this whole thing. Yes, you're on the team. So whenever reality starts slapping you in the face, normally it's a little bit too late for some guys. So this dude, like day three, was doing that. I was like, hey, good. This guy's going to make the team. Yeah, yeah. Head of the game. Good for you. So that is something we should look for tonight. What else should we look for tonight, Connor, you think? Well, I mean, you know, aside from the shitty football that we are inevitably going to see, sure. I, I mean, it is still fun to just look at the game itself. Like, you're going to hear hits. You're going to hear oh. balls being caught. You're going to hear celebrations and dances and all the good things that come with NFL football. And if I, you know, recall last year when we were going to the Hall of Fame game, I think we all took the over just because, hey, look. 
NFL football is back, and the standard isn't what it's going to be on September 7th when, you know, the Chiefs yeah. and the Lions kick off. It's not going to be like that, but, you know. Strafolsky is he is he playing in the game? Uh, yeah, 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 uh, he yeah, yeah. He is. He is. And Strafolsky, if we recall, is also a dog. So I'm excited to watch not only Strafolsky do his Grey Cup thing because he's going to do that. There's going to be a few. We were watching uh, Brownlee, the wide receiver for the Jets. Like they're going to be. Smart. I don't know if he's going to be out there. I don't think he's playing. I don't think he's. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Undrafted. I guess from undrafted rookie. Yeah. Okay, to probably not a – we ain't putting him in the Hall of Fame game, right? Right. Nope, just because of what he's yeah. doing in practice. And I would we don't assume, want everybody to see him. I would assume that no. they, they're not going to – I'm just hoping then because I already took the over. And but if, he, one. if he's not playing, we should recognize that as one of the most yeah, incredible feats from going yes. from undrafted free agent to can't lose him yeah. right. <laughs> in the game that's before every other game before camp even goes through. Congra- hey, if that's – we don't know if that – I'm not sure. The more we're thinking about it, he has to fucking play. I thought no, he has to play. No. I mean, he was coached by the great Buddy Stevens at East Mississippi uh, and then went to Southern Miss and led them in receiving for the last three mm-hmm. seasons. But if you go, like, here's if my he, oh, yeah. preseason is all about vibes as far as betting-wise, vibes and who's playing quarterback, okay? So vibes-wise, okay, the Browns have their first and second string quarterback sitting, okay? Mm-hmm. Jets got their – Presume second string Zach Wilson starting the game. So does that mean the rest of their twos may be going? I assume Brownlee's running with the twos. But Zach Wilson, their wide receiver room is 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 pretty stacked. good. But like, Zach yeah. Wilson need all the reps he can get. Sure. Well, they all would also probably like Zach Wilson to get all the reps he can get so he can look good, so they could potentially uh, yeah <laughs> get him out of check time. it out. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Just specifically because Aaron's saying like yeah, I think a couple years might play three more yeah. years. What they yeah. traded for. Like, him recognizing the business side of it as well. Like, they gave up a lot. So, if it was a one-year thing, like, it's going to have to be a really good year. I think he has alluded to a couple different times on this program mm-hmm. and in the press card. They win a Super Bowl. He's done. Yeah. I, I think that is – Sailing off. I, I think that is we, – we will ask him the next time he comes on here. But everything he's saying matches up with what he said going into the darkness – Remember, he planned that darkness retreat before the season started. Yep. Yep. He was planning on winning a Super Bowl, yep. going into the darkness, what? retiring, retiring. Mm-hmm. into the sunset. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was the plan. Then, obviously, it goes the way it goes, and then everything kind of unfolds around that entire situation and communication, and then, boom, he's out of town. So then you hear him talking. He's like, that what they give up seems like a one-year thing, and unless it went really well, he, like, alluded to a couple times. So I'm like, this is interesting, because mm-hmm. if he wins another Super Bowl – He's just going to be able to walk away, or is he going to be like, man, this whole team kind of back? Yeah. yeah. Good. Kind, of, yeah. kind of back. A lot of money. Could you imagine you rattle off in his mind? There's no reason for him not to think this way because I think a lot of people are thinking this way, and Jets fans are thinking this way. Like, what if they do go on a Peyton Manning at Denver Broncos like run here yep. where they go to like, what, three Super Bowls or two Super Bowls and win one of them or whatever? It's like, I think that is what they are assuming and hoping will happen. And I don't think. I don't know if that's out of out of line with what, if, especially if Dalvin signs up there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Brees Hall, Ooh. Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Okay, just take the semantics out of the Jets have sucked for so long, and the Jets are incredibly unlucky yeah, out of now. it. Just take that yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. Just having those two in the back. Okay, running back in the NFL, something's going to happen. Right. We hope nothing. Hey. Right. This whole season, we have nobody gets hurt. Exactly. For, forever. On any team ever. Nope. Because that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that being said, 17 games, 18-week season, running back position, you're going to get hit. Yeah, Locked a bunch of guys in. have already got hurt already. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's unlocked. We don't like yeah, it. You know, just how it happens. But we hate it. I, I yeah. think we hate it more than most. Yeah, we That's do. right. Mm-hmm. But something's going to happen. Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall back there. Okay. All right. 
Pretty good. Got pretty say. good too. That's all pro, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like what we're seeing out of 17 out there, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And then if this Brownlee guy is anything like this, which has happened before, we've seen guys out of nowhere just show up and be weapons, especially with him. With everything else they have going on on that Lazard. offense, Lazard, yeah. I guess Cobb's back. Cobb. But, but, you know, Corey I think Davis realistic expectations for Cobb, I think at this right. stage, TJ. there's going to be a big third down where Cobb's going to come in. Yeah. There's, like, I think they have. And then on the defensive side, they're a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very good. So, and look be- at who they beat. Best like. defense that Rodgers has had since they won the Super Bowl. Yes. By far. Special teams, they got it, right? I yeah, mean, pretty good. They have the kid. Orsted's punting. Yeah, yeah, better than the Packers special teams. That's for goddamn sure. You know, <laughs> over the course of his career. Maybe not last year. They kind of stepped up a little bit. But So I think they're set up to actually win. So if they win. They are set up. He's they seemingly, can stay healthy, they should be in the race. Yeah. He's seemingly hinted at retiring after a Super Bowl a couple times now. Mm-hmm. But would he be able to do that with what they got going? Who knows? Their road to their potential Lombardi. And maybe Dynasty starts tonight. Good luck, right. Good luck boys. And on the flip side, Tom, what do we need to know about the Browns? Who's the playing Browns. over there? So the Browns got Kellen Mond. Uh, he was an early draft pick by the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Zim hated him there. Um, <laughs> Stefanski was there, though, and Stefanski picked him up here. Uh, he's going to be starting tonight. He's got zero NFL reps. Uh, DTR has zero NFL reps. Uh, this, this isn't NFL football tonight, though. It's not. I know, but... Like, them running for their life is pretty yes, standard. Perfect, yeah. DTR can run for his life, for sure. For sure. We watch them, but that on the other side of the ball, the all those quarterbacks do have NFL reps: Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, Strafolsky. They all, yeah. New offenses here? No. Stefanski's in. Well, for the Jets, yes. Stefanski, no. Oh, what are we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Two new quarterbacks though mm. for the Browns, so new offenses for them. Yeah, you're right. Mond was not there last year. No. Mm. Kind of Who are we betting on? I'm taking the Jets. All right, we're taking the Jets. Here we Great. go. People are going to say it's because Aaron's on that team, but remember, we all just openly talked about how we're going to really know. He's not playing tonight. Nobody's playing tonight. There's also an interesting little um, running back competition going on farther down the line on the Jets between Zonovan Knight, who was good last year, and then Izzy Abinaconda, I believe is Uh, how you pronounce it, is Pitt's running back who had 20 touchdowns last year for Pitt and 1,500 yards. He's fucking good as shit, so it'll be fun to This is the make roster? Yeah. That's what people are saying. Sounds like it, yeah. Okay, so they're going to be running hard. Hey, all right. Now, if the offensive line can't do shit, it doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. which is normally why a mobile quarterback in these types of games is good. You'll normally see the guys that have a chance to save their lives perform better in most preseason games because so many people are not on the same page for most of these plays. How long have they been practicing? How long have they been together? These guys have probably gotten less than 10 reps all training their entire lives together Mm -hmm. before tonight because you're not taking time out of your practice with your ones, your twos, your threes to do stuff for the force. Got to get ready for the Hall of Fame game, boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. That ain't happening. So these dudes have never really taken any reps together. New offensive system. They're trying to learn it. So you're assuming four to five people, at least, every play are on a different page than everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that happens at wide receiver, that's going to make your quarterback sit in there longer. If it happens on the offensive line, Ooh, that's going to yeah. make your quarterback be fucked anyway. So the pressure on the quarterback is a bit... Who's deeper at D-line here? This feels yeah. like Ooh, okay. a big-time question for tonight's game. The Browns, right? And the kinda- yeah, they well, got a I, great D-line. I know um, Jim Swartz, I had the chance to play with for Jim when I was in Tennessee. He's going to blitz. So it's going to be a man-to-man game. He's going to see who can play man. Could you imagine blitzing in the Hall of Fame game? The coaches uh, had to be so pissed <laughs> yeah. off. Oh, he's going to blitz on third down. 
That was the thing He's last year. Do you remember that? I yeah. think it was the Pats Panthers. <laughs> Bill Belichick and the Patriots were not happy with Matt Rule because he kept blitzing on like third and eight. Oh, yeah. yeah Bill's in college. He's like, He's dude, <laughs> trying to figure it out. It's the preseason. This isn't Baylor. Yeah. We're trying to get better. This is a fucking practice. Yeah, exactly. This is a practice. What are <laughs> yeah. we, we are agreeing to what we're doing in practice. I used to get really pumped up in those preseason games where I'd see Tom McMahon having a good conversation with their <laughs> special teams mm-hmm. coach. Mm-hmm. And Tom, one of his lists was like, uh, we're not rushing any kicks, right? Not rushing any kicks. We don't need – if you get close, pull up. Like, can we even do that? Because uh, Pat and Vinny, we need – just can we uh, can we take care of these guys? Some guys were like, yeah. And then there were some special teams coach like, no, we uh, need to work or whatever. Yeah. We need to work or whatever. And it's like, ah, fuck. Here Frick. we go. Yeah. Get it. Yeah, I got a guy who's going to be selling insurance in about three weeks. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. But, yeah, no big deal, dude. Yeah. Boston is just, just hold, bro. Just whatever you need to do. But also, I'm catching that snap, and it is fucking <laughs> Hey, I'm good here, right? I'm not going to get cut. Yeah, all right. Here all comes right, sounds good. 24-yard. <laughs> yeah. Get whatever. me the fuck <laughs> out of here. And then there's some guys, I feel for the kickers and punters here, because these guys are all still learning how to block. Much easier to go sprint and uh, – Block a kick. Yeah. Than it is to yeah. step back, Set. slide. Proper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. linebackers are lined up like this going forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big part of, like, special teams is linebackers. So you got to teach them to get agile, thin, and be stepping straight backwards while also punching. It's a fucked up yeah. thing that yeah. guys got to learn. So special teams are a nightmare. Normally during these preseason games, which is another. That's why you thing. see a lot of block punts in the preseason, also. Hard knock, it, Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm doing oh, a yeah. front you, mm-hmm. you're an inch back, it's gonna get blocked, and guys are working to make teams out here. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So the rush team is serious. Like I, when we was in every team I've been on, have been high on special teams. But when you rushing the ball, I mean rushing the kick, those guys, and who, when you blocking that, them, them are the biggest two jobs in special teams. And it's hard to do. And if you're out of line, the kick is going to get blocked. Yeah, just a little bit. And speaking of that, Cincinnati had hard knocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last get preseason game every year was against us. Yep. Some dude major team on hard knocks. I watched it. I'm, f- I'm doing a front flip in slow motion. So he comes off the edge. I'm about to punt it. He blocks it. And I'm f- I, right here, slow motion. He's celebrating, obviously. They go, I think, scored touchdown. And then I think he made the team. Because they like because showed. It was, yeah. I remember that thirty-four. What was his name? He's uh, a little guy. He went. He was a running back at Ohio State. Really fast. Yeah. Really fast. Really good. Really good at what he. I mean, he was really, really good. But yeah, I saw my ass in hard knocks in slow motion. Just went, that was fun. Going down in my face. I was like, Art. Turns out, by the way, this guy did not make the team. Sure. Oh, they, okay. I don't think he played in the NFL. Yeah, mm, right. I don't think that guy. Uh, but it is. We're excited for tonight. So we got Jets and over. Connor took the over, yeah. I'm taking the over. Oh, yeah, God. Exactly. I don't like What's the over? 33, 33 and, and a half. 21-14, baby. Tone, I don't like what you just did there. I didn't take the under. Okay. I'm just not touching it. I'm well, taking the over. You, just don't, you don't trust. You have no idea. What's if, if Dobbs was playing quarterback for the Browns, it would have been an easy fucking over for me. If but this is Zach Wilson Dobbs. Yeah. If that's what the marquee said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 33 and a half ain't enough points Way for over. Boys. Okay. I don't know what the Browns are going to do on offense. If anything. Going to run the fucking rock and get in the end zone. Watch the Fansky. Can we go back? Yes. Why did he have Baker Mayfield throw the ball 65 times? Mm. With Torn Labrum. (laughs) And then he had Chubb on the side. It was seven's last game. It was an ode to fucking seven. Okay, we're going to do what Ben Roethlisberger does. Sling it. 
That felt like a coordinated attack. That was, no, it was. Hey, we got to get Baker the fuck out of here. He's got a torn labrum. Let's yeah. have him throw it 70 times. Yeah. Do you, he yes, was sir. asked, do you think his shoulder issue sling is causing him to f- some accuracy problems? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. He's got a torn labrum. Yeah, of course he's <laughs> not good. Yeah, he can't move really. Of course. Coach, yeah. why'd you have him throw it 65 times? Uh, no, wait till you see what I do with him this week. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what, what all yeah. happened there. Yeah. But Chubb's still on that team. Oh, yeah. Right. Chubb then, he, he, dog. Chubb yeah. now. So dog, they need, dog. do they? I don't think I paid attention to enough Browns games last year because they sucked. He was right? a dog. Yeah, They're, he was still. Yeah, he was still him. Are they going through him, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was actually similar towards the end of the season, what we saw with Baker, where it was like they knew they weren't going to do anything. So they put Chubb in for 10, 15 carries. He'll, he'll get his. He had 300 attempts yards. last year, the most of his career. Okay, yeah, I he, love that. For 1,500 yards. 1500. And they paid him yeah. last offseason. Quiet too. 1,500 yards. So that yeah. means their offense. Every year. That means their offense is a run first offense, right? So tonight, yeah. a lot of running out of them. Yeah, I would expect so. With that old line, too. Who, Joel who's their running backs? Who's going to be. Jerome Forda is, I think, their second or third. He was their first round pick out of Cincy. Or not first round pick. He was the first running back they had last year out of Cincy, who was really good. Um, Demetri Felton, I believe, is their other running back. Ooh. I mean. Because that if they're working on their offense, their O line's probably better because their first, their 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 first team O line is better. So you would think that maybe they might be a little more deeper. Oh, but maybe they're too top heavy. Maybe. maybe. Oh, top to read these preseason games. You know that Browns O line wants to go out there and perform for Joe Thomas going into the hall as well. Oh, You're a hundred percent right. Yeah, that, we're true. gonna get a chance yeah. to see that tonight. A lot of interviews, a lot of lookbacks. Mm-hmm. Pretty good class. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. good. This, Zach Thomas. Uh, yeah, that yeah, Zach awesome. Thomas. Yeah, him going in mm-hmm. is bananas. Yep. That's awesome. uh, Darrell Revis, I think in the Revis. next hour, Pac's going to break down a little bit about his thoughts on Darrell Revis. Congrats to him going in. Another Yinzer going in there. Obviously, uh, he, had a pl- he had a play against me, uh, Revis. Yep. That ended up winning him fucking Espy, I think. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, was on, I was on the Razzie side of that one. Yep. I was on the losing <laughs> side. I was on the grind in slow motion. Once again, here we are. Other people winning awards. Mm-hmm. I'm on slow motion in the back. Just, Man, what happened? <laughs> well, he's Darrell Revis and you're not. You fat fuck. But Darrell Revis going in. Happy yeah. for him. Yeah. D Ware. What a what a monster. Man. Yep. Had a chance so to play with him. He's a dog. Freak. How is like he's obviously he is huge, right? Yeah. Huge. Just amongst other huges, he sticks out as being huge. Yeah, he sticks out. Yeah, what is he's just like a physical freak, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was really cool when he yeah. came on here. He was uh doing uh, promoting his uh fitness app. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's uh, he worked out like a dog. Still, I think. Still, right now. So he'll give a great speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We got good speeches potentially. Well, yeah, no one, yeah, no one better than fucking Joe Thomas. But yeah, I, I, I agree completely. with that one hundred percent. Revis will be awesome. Wow, yeah. What about Joe Thomas's career, bro? Yeah, very, very good. But career, up, they're going to say it so many times. And the Browns are playing in this game. Yep. Yeah. So they're going to talk about it when Joe gets interviewed. They're going to say, "Now, Joe, for your entire time at Cleveland, mm. you guys were just." Sucked. Didn't do anything. So bad at football. Yeah. That was your whole career. Just so, like, so bad. People were trading players to your team to punish them, mm-hmm. Joe. Like, New England Patriots, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, a guy came into a team meeting around yeah. a contract negotiation, and he said, like, we need to get paid around here. And Bill's like, was that? All right. Okay. Next day, trade him to your football team to punish him. So that was how everybody viewed your NFL life. Mm -hmm. Now, 
People say you're like the greatest of all time. Right. And here we are to celebrate. What are your thoughts on your time <laughs> as a Cleveland Brown? And then he has to creatively talk oh, yeah. about how much he loves the Browns, which he does. Oh, yeah. He'll dominate that. Absolutely loves the Browns and everything like that. But that is an interesting thing whenever we see these highlights from the Hall of Famers, like how their teams were and how the games were going and what football was like at the time. It's like that Browns team, Joe Thomas was potentially getting traded to the Colts at one point mm-hmm. because towards the end they were like, actually thinking, like, are we going to waste this guy's With Rich, yeah. entire career? I don't remember. Costanzo was definitely our left tackle at the time, and the rumors were like, Joe Thomas is coming to the Indianapolis Colts or whatever, and then Anthony Costanzo was like, oh, fuck. What about me? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton said that uh, he asked the Broncos to reach out to the Browns to try and get Joe Thomas on the Broncos for that you know, Super Bowl run that they had. What an incredible compliment to hear that, I assume, Joe. Yeah. yeah after the fact, if you didn't know, in the time. Wow. His, his football life, you would have assumed at some point they would have been able to figure oh. out how to put a team around him. But out of luck. Maybe now is the time that the Browns are able to kind of get it going. Yeah. You know? I mean, well, and hopefully I mean, we Deshaun, can. Deshaun might. I like, he's, he's now had like a fully normal offseason, I guess, as far as normal can be for him going into. The, I mean, he was a very good quarterback before, you know, all that stuff happened. What stuff? Yo, he fucking he had, a, he had a towel. He fucking drove around in his car with a towel. Crusty towel. Mm-hmm. Crusty towel. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Terrible stuff. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Awful Absolutely. Stuff. We had to cover that for yeah. months. Yeah. Every day. Two. Once again, another thing I feel like we covered probably more mm-hmm. yeah. than anybody else just because every day it felt like it was something new. Yep. And then how everything unfolded. But before any of that terrible stuff was being alleged very publicly in trials and litigations and a grand jury would indict a ham sandwich. That's exactly. Right. We learned that for a bit. He requested a trade. Mm-hmm. He said, get me out of here. All mm-hmm. year. I don't want to be here. Like, he got to that point of, like, I'm not wasting my career in Houston. And then all of a sudden, there was a tour happening. He was in Philadelphia. He was in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, Denver Miami. was trying to get him. He was Atlanta. trying to get him. Atlanta. It was a full yeah. thing. He was having an offseason where it was like, okay, Deshaun Watson is now being courted by a bunch of different places to get yeah. traded out of there. And then, boom, oh. the first thing comes, very serious. And some of us at the time, Suez don't actually, shout out Brett Favre, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like, we thought that was somebody in Houston trying to punish Deshaun Watson yes. because he was asking to be traded from mm-hmm. the Texans because he thought he was too good for what the franchise was doing. So that was like our first kind of like, is this, this seems, and then boom, 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 it keeps going. Real. And through that entire time, he wasn't playing football. No. He wasn't going to OTAs. He not wasn't going to anything. Mm-hmm. He was not checked in. He showed up at training camp, had jersey on, did nothing, just moped around, kind of did not play any football at all. So then whenever they just say, all right, here's 230-some million dollars, you're a quarterback, you're Three back in there. Picks too. Yeah, yeah, and our whole mm-hmm. fucking franchise. Like the – a lot of us, I think, were like, is this guy still going to be able to play football? Yeah. That's a lot of time away from everything. And last year it did not look great at the beginning. No, no. Was no. The offense was it him. Who knows? But I guess the assumption is he'll be able to get back. Do you think he'll be able to get back to who he was a couple years back? Because when he was playing, it was fucking – Incredibly electrifying oh, yeah. football. Yeah. Top five quarterback. Yeah. We're talking about scrambling, throwing, oh, yeah. playing, running, everything. You think you'll ever get back to that? Uh, I don't know if he'll get back to where he was. Um, you know, time is is quick for some guys, and I don't think he oh. had the speed that he had when he was in Houston. Like, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it's going to dial back in or it might come back. But And he, he got receivers, but D-Hop made him look a whole lot better than – he really was, if you ask me. Oh, I didn't even think about that narrative. 
Well, huh. not, yeah, and Amari I, didn't Cooper, th- I didn't even think about yeah. that. Looking yeah. back on it, what'd you say? Amari Cooper too. It was their first year. They only played seven games together, or six last year. games, whatever the hell. With five games last yeah. year. So I mean, if that's another thing, that may be another year in the system with him. And then uh, Denzel Ward said uh, the corner for them. He was like. Deshaun Watson's been pretty elite this year, so I don't know if that's a PJ Fleck thing or if they actually now that Deshaun if, Watson has taken What if years step. after you attend Minnesota as a football player, you just answer everything, say, elite, elite. Elite, very elite. <laughs> Shit. You, you yeah. go to like a therapist or something because your family forces you to go because that's the only way you answer? <laughs> yep. How are you feeling today? Elite. 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 elite, 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 elite always elite. elite, elite. elite. No, seriously. How, do you I feel? Bought it and I saw how was your day today? Elite, 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 elite. It was so elite. Elite. That's what, tomorrow going to be elite. elite, elite, elite. Always. That's How are your thoughts? Remember. Super positive? Elite. Elite. elite, elite, elite. It's always elite. <laughs> Diggs, you're dropping right there. It was about to be elite. Elite. <laughs> elite. I was say that's what Irvin tried doing in Jacksonville. He said, I haven't wanted to have that one right. day elite. That's oh, right. yeah. Yeah. No, he said too many people are saying we want to live on the edge. Mm-hmm. We're, We're on the yeah. edge. Yeah. Elite's being elite overused. Edge. Everything's saying the elite's being overused. He was actually in a building where the owners owned a wrestling promotion called All Elite yep. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he went in there and saw this AEW. Yeah, Enough yeah. of this. This sucks. <laughs> We're on the edge. He was on one of the episodes, wasn't he? Yeah. He, got, oh, he yeah. gave like a computer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Crushed. It was awesome. That was yeah. Orange Cassidy. Hey, hey, he is like a professional wrestler. He, he does some heel stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If Imagine if Urban Meyer became a manager in, prof- in WWE. Good. I mean, his baby face turn is just coming right back around. He's yeah, that Florida talk- doc's coming up pretty soon. Well, and he's going to be the talk of the town once college football season starts on Fox, you know, yeah. that's all they're going to be talking about. He's going to be the centerpiece. So, Joining us now is a lady who knows everything about everything in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. She helped our show mightily. What She saved our show pretty much during uh, J.J. Co- Watt. No, during, during COVID. COVID. There, was a, there was a run there where Diana Rossini had every single oh, yeah. NFL news mm-hmm. from every single team for like three and a half weeks straight in the middle of a dead time. She's still doing it. She's crushing it. Absolute dog for ESPN. NFL insider, reporter, pundit, and superstar, Diane Rossini. Hi, guys. It is so good to see you, hear you. Congratulations on on everything. Uh, Being my colleague soon. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Uh, You joined the parent club. Welcome to the crazy. (laughs) I. I haven't figured it out. It's it's absolutely insane. So congrats to you and your wife. She everyone seems beautiful based on uh, what I've been seeing on social. Well, thank you so much. Congrats to you on everything as well. And we are very honored to be a, a colleague of yours. I think I speak for everybody. My wife kicking so much ass. This baby thing though, uh, I do feel like those first like three weeks are like actual hazing. You know what I mean? We're talking about hazing. <laughs> yeah. Like I think only parents can truly understand that because. I don't think I was prepared enough for it, and I didn't think I knew that that was what it was like. Those, that's a wild thing. That is a really wild thing. But in that process, I think your whole life changes, your whole perspective changes. I absolutely love this little baby girl. So does my wife. We are enjoying the hell out of it thus far. Now, big dumps are happening. You know, there's real stuff taking place every day. But she's yeah. ma- she's making new sounds, new faces. It is insane how fast she's. I love it. I really do. I enjoy the hell out of it. I can tell. You, you have the glow. And, and look, well, the dumps are, are fun. Uh, <laughs> when it's yours, you don't mind it, you know? And you learn a lot about love and, and how you can love when you just don't care about stuff that's disgusting, right, at that point. And and here's here's the crazy part. Uh, you know, it, it just gets wilder. I'm not trying to scare you, <laughs> but 
I know it, it gets, it's weird at first and I wasn't ready either. I have two under two. So I have two babies really right now. Wow. Um, yeah, see, I don't know how people. And it, man, it's hard. It's hard, but it's, it's, it's awesome. How and about Orlovsky? I'm, I'm glad your wife's enjoying it too. Hell yeah. And she's watching, listening. So I assume she sends it right back to you as well. And you well wishes for the two under two there. How about the Orlovsky's with triplets or something? Like, oh, oh man. Ooh. Oh, right. my. That's like, what, you know? Yeah, like like people keep asking me, you're going for a third. I'm like, going for a third. I've had two babies in two years. I've been pregnant, I feel like eighty percent of my life. Like I am good. You know? <laughs> I, I'm ready to just, you know, not be pregnant, enjoy a few cold drinks. Why? Uh, this is actually my first summer in two years. I haven't been pregnant. Like I was at at Jet's training camp the other day and uh, you know, Michael Carter came up to me. He's like, "Hey, how's the baby? Babies, ba- babies, zip, zip, zip. Yeah. I'm like, "I know, I know, I know." It's like my, my, I've turned into this weird baby machine, but the machine <laughs> is over. It's broken. I've thrown it out. All right. Well, the machine did an incredible job, uh, and the machine's a badass. Then you at least need to know that. Yeah. Uh, watching what my Thank wife you. went through, man, I couldn't even. Way to go, Bravo! And I'm thankful. That that is not on, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah, that, I would not yeah. have been able to. I would not have been able to. You think football boys are tough? Uh, labor is a is a very special uh, experience, and uh, it takes some tough chicks to do it. So it's it's. I think it's one of those things because so many people have children. You think it's oh, it must not be that bad. It's bad. <laughs> How about your body parts are just moving inside while the you're, it's like a there's a there's a alien human there's yep. a there's a there's a nothing mm-hmm. there's something just growing inside of you that's like you see punching out it's it's wild congratulations to all yeah. the mamas out there anyways <laughs> hey let's get we're so at, my, go ahead my uh, the man that delivered my baby is a big Steelers fan yes and. Uh, he knows what I do for a living, and and you know it's always a little weird when you're getting checkups and the person just checking you out just wants to talk about football while they're there, which it's fine. I get it. Like he likes information. And uh, Joey, my 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 second baby here, Killer he fan. just didn't want to. He just didn't want to join the world. He was just hanging out up there, and it was we had to take a couple breaks because I was getting tired. So it's quiet in the hospital, and my doctor just goes. You think Ben would ever come back? (laughs) I go, what? He's like, you know, like, Big Ben, do you think that? I go, are you doing this to calm me? Because you're pissing me off. Seven. seven. What about seven? He he goes, he goes, so it's a no. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not doing this right now, Doc. But thank you. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't know if he's a Yenzer or just like somebody his family wasn't made him a Steelers fan or not. But I think a lot of Yenzers yep. are happy ass, yes, yep. you know, because mm-hmm. that is a question I assume they all have. Tone has fantasized about Big Ben yeah. making one more playoff run to save the Steelers and everything like that. He he won a lot of games for them. Let's talk, though, about football currently. And, by the way, I think, like, uh, the way this conversation has started has been uh, one of the greatest performances on yeah. our show mm-hmm. in history. Fantastic. You, you just need to know that. I just want to let you know you're crushing. The, um, the world is, has kind of tilted a bit here. You know, you said you're talking about going to Jets camp and everything like that. The Jets were just a laughing stock, right? I mean, like, uh, no offense to the Jets, but they're in the AFC East. 
That's a fucking tough place to be mm-hmm. for the last 25, 30 years. They had a little bit of a run there with Sanchez and Rex Ryan being awesome. But most of the time, the Jets and their fan base, which is very big, right? A lot of motherfuckers live in that area. Yep. Lots. Very, yeah. very big. All just know that their team's going to stink or fuck it up somehow. That just became like the normalcy. Now the hype is insane. Outside the Jets, inside the Jets. What? What has it been like over there, boots on the ground? And is the hype real with what this team could potentially do, you think? Yeah, not only do I cover the Jets closely, but I live in Jets Nation and I live in New Jersey and a few minutes away from the facility. So every part of my life has now been saturated with Jets fandom. Um, And it's exciting, actually, in terms of just the hype and just to have so many people be so optimistic about it. And I feel like Jets fans deserve it because they've always been so pissy and grumpy about it. And if anything, I feel like more people would always talk to me about the Giants in, in my neighborhood, at least. Uh, and, and now it's, you know, I see Rogers jerseys at my son's daycare. I mean, it's like it's really everywhere. It's the most common thing people want to ask me about is, is this for real? And, and, and that's how you know the PTSD is real. And the Jets fans have really been through it where they know Aaron's on the team. They know they have a ridiculous defense. They know they've got great depth uh, in so many different positions. We've got to figure out a couple of things out of the O-line, maybe at a receiver or so. But they almost can't believe it. And yeah. I do think that the hype, Pat, is so intense. And it's I, I haven't lived in the New Jersey, New York area ever where the hype for a team has been this high in terms of what the potential can be and the expectations. That I'm at a point now, I feel like, the Jets not only have to win the division, win the playoffs, win the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. but they have to, you know, cure gridlock and homelessness and solve the economy. Okay, that might happen, though. Yeah, you win a Super know. Bowl. Yeah. You don't know. You have no idea. <laughs> Lombardi's powerful. I love hearing that, though. I think that's a good thing. That's what fans are supposed to do. And we're in this time right now, especially with the season, and obviously the Jets are getting to experience it for what seems to be the first time in forever. But, like, Foxy, diehard Lions fan. Yep. Season tickets sold out for the first time all yeah. in forever. Since or 2002. What's going to happen this year, Foxy, with the Lions? Obviously going to the Super Bowl. This is the year, Pat. So, like, that's how every fan base feels. We're pumped that the Jets fans have joined the other 31. Yeah. You know what I mean? Welcome. Congrats to the Jets fans well, for having well, that feeling at least once. I have a great comparison in my home. So, my, my husband's Philly, right? So, he's all Eagles all the time. Live, breathe, throw up. Everything he does, he's green. Nice. Um, you know, so he's living in Jets land. And seeing the comparison of you know, a diehard fan who's gotten a taste of it, who knows what skill is, who now feels like they can win it every year. Being And him living in a space where now fans think that they can do it, I do find that dynamic interesting, that diehard fan versus the diehard fan that's been so disappointed. Yeah. So, um... You can build up a lot of... Ha- I mean, think about the Chiefs fans there for a while. That's yeah. right. Now the Chiefs get good. They got people robbing banks. Exactly. That, they, they, that's how much their yep. fans... Like, I love whenever bad teams... Get very good. Yeah. Like, I love it. I think it's awesome for the environment. I think it's awesome for the league. I think it's everything. Now, you're always going to have the big names that are going to be good. Yeah. That's just how the league works. It's going to be that way. But, like, when Cincinnati on their run right now, like, fucking A. Yeah. Sweet. Good, good for Cincinnati because that environment has become like a college environment. Mm-hmm. And whenever they're on prime time, it is great TV. Like, it is. I love it for the league. I'm happy for the Jets. I'm ha- also happy that the hippie, you know, quarterback, 
is being loved in the big city. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Huh? Big city, they love him. They got Roger jerseys at daycare. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Hey, this is our guy. I can't wait to see what happens. Connor has a question for you about that point. Yeah, Diana, there was a conversation when Aaron, you know, committed to the Jets that, you know, oh, how is he going to handle the media in New York? Because in Green Bay, it's not what it is in New York. And there's obviously stories about all the people in the locker room post game and everything. But from the outside looking in, it feels as though it's gone perfectly. And Aaron, you know, loves everybody and they love him. For you, how do you feel like it's gone for Aaron? And do you think that that'll last if they start to lose possibly during the season? Yeah, Connor, it's actually the most common question I hear reporters asking Aaron right now is like, how, how are you going to handle the media? How are you going to handle the media? I think he's fine. And I, I don't think there's anything about the media and the criticism. In fact, he was just saying the other day he likes the challenge because he wants to have to think about it and not have to be so robotic. Uh, it's pretty obvious, though. He's done his homework on, on all the reporters. He knows all the beat guys' first names. He knows where they oh. are. Uh, there's a couple guys that cover the Jets, the Giants, and I'll ask him as a, you know how the Giants doing over there. He's very aware of people's lives, and and he I think he's making these personal relationships with them. So in terms of winning over the New York market, he's he's killed it. He's absolutely crushed it. Right. Um, I don't know if. He's a fan of mine. Whoa! What? Whoa! 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 Um, Why do you say that? I did go up and introduce myself to him. I've met him before many of times, um, but I just wanted to make sure he knew me. Oh, uh, no! There's so many people that cover football, and and there's I'm sure you know a lot of us look alike and, and there's yeah. a you know you could confuse all of us yeah uh so i just want what to happened hold on hold on I, I am brain piecing something together here i do believe <laughs> i he oh i do remember yeah. that now yeah. it's starting to yeah. 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 okay so <laughs> allegedly there was a list of things right that yeah. the jets yeah. had to do mm-hmm. i think we it was us wasn't it yeah I didn't know if it was Zora. We brought it up about the list. Then he's ah, he did say. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't have. You, I don't know who. Diana you called it is. a demand, Pat. You you you. Yeah, um, demand. Misunderstood it. my report, which yeah. was. That's you know, my fault. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You guys would get along, I think. Hey, I think so yeah, I hope you guys build that relationship. You know, because working I feel, on it. Feel like we're a part of it, <laughs> but I mean, it is. Uh, he understands. Yeah. He understands yeah. that literally everything this dude does, though, is hilariously covered. Oh, yeah. You know? I obviously did not expect. There's a lot of things I don't really expect. I'm just like, you know, I think, I think, and then I have no idea. Sure. Like, whenever the whole Aaron Rodgers Tuesday thing kind of began, it was kind of broached, it's because there was a rain delay in the Bahamas at a golf tournament. Yep. What? That we were somehow invited to. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how I was invited. The boys were invited along, and we just ended up getting... Rather boozed up. Yeah, real boozed up. <laughs> Rather boozed up at, a, at like a little cafe, and we're sitting there, and we sit down next to Aaron, and I pretty much just tell him, like, hey, man, I feel like I know nothing about you. Like, I know absolutely nothing. Why is it you just don't talk to anybody or whatever? So then, like, the conversation just kind of grew and grew, and then it just was like, hey, why don't we do this, see what happens? And he was obviously all in, and now it's grown into this entire thing. But literally everything this dude does now, I'm kind of – I don't want to say added in, but at some point I am going to get added and buried immediately. Mm -hmm. But it's like every, this guy's entire life seemingly has been 
kind of documented. So if he even thinks at all that you are trying to bury him, I think there's a chance that he just automatically puts the old guard up. Yep. Yeah. Puts the old guard up. And oh, I think- yeah. And, and, and I wasn't burying. I was just reporting what I knew. Hey, right? and, you got and a job, way, too. You got a yeah. job, too. He was, he was doing what any four-time MVP future Hall of Fame quarterback would do, which is, hey, here are guys I like. I never had an issue with what he was doing. It was just, here are the facts, right? And um, I think, you know, when I reached out to him, um, you know, I don't think anyone likes any, who likes getting a cold call, right? No one does that anymore. You don't want to answer those calls. Yeah, nobody does. um, I understand why he Hey, that's, that is kind of, hey, bygones will be bygones anyways. Yeah, this mm-hmm. will all get worked mm-hmm. out. No doubt about it. Everybody can see through who's good people, who's not. What's a mistake? Who cares? What's a misunderstanding? We move on. I am very oh. fascinated, though, to watch the season with Aaron in the New York media. Yes. Because he's never really, some of these people who might hate him for or hated him for certain reasons, like, you know. Of course. Sure. Yeah. You know, he had that 500-page what? That thing, yeah. yeah. And he's doing ayahuasca in the jungle. Yeah, yeah in the darkness yeah. retreat or anything like yeah. that. But some of these are like very influential humans and in how things go, you know, and how things are said. Wait until they learn about this fucking guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wait until they learn about him and watch him play football and how he handles things. And like how he, this guy is a throwback football player, yeah. like old school throwback football, who happens to be just like a brilliant hippie. Okay. Yes. These types of people normally like artists. What? Guitars, which he can. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he shreds. He could, like a painter. Like, he's, like, I think his brain is like one of these hippie geniuses. Mm-hmm. But instead, he just so happens to be the fucking best football thrower of all time. Bingo. You know I, mean, I mean, just, and I don't want to say through all this, you forget the player. We all know and consume the game so well that, that we understand the level of eliteness he is. But for whatever reason, I walked over practice yet the other day and. I was scrambling. I was coming from the studio. I was in traffic, dealing with things at home. And I just walked into the field, and it was just it was so refreshing. I was like, all right, some football. Let's yeah. have some football. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm just watching him in two minutes, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> we're so playing football. Yeah, we're playing football. Good. It's absurd. Yeah. You know? So Tall, he took a ball. I'm just excited for, oh. for, for the Jets land to just have someone of that caliber to, to, to be the face of this organization, to have all this control, and, and hopefully well, whoa, keep control. the whoa, whoa, keep whoa, this whoa. whole That's place the, the winning way. Yep. Hey, he, um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, yeah, he, um. So, so I heard, Pat, I heard you have a wish list, too, and, and I'm not on it. And I was wondering <laughs> if there was a way that, no, you know, no. I can maybe mm. get it's on a, the Pat McAfee wish list. No, no, no. It's a hilarious thing, mm. like. He, at this stage of his game, is only getting, like, better, better. seemingly right yeah, now. Yeah, absurd. He's got a we can this is breaking news, I think, and I don't want his new body plan. Man. He is saying he's in the best shape he has ever been in his entire life. Properly jocked. Yo, Properly he's jocked. jocked. He is lean. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. is jocked right now. He is like I I very pumped about it too, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like he feels very good. All of this spite, you know, and you, you can call it chips on shoulder, okay. Michael Jordan saying that's all I needed mm-hmm. when that Utah coach said, Good to see you, Mike. Good luck tomorrow night. Oh, think I need luck, dude? Didn't buy me a drink. But think about everything that happened at Green Bay on the way out, the conversations, everything that's been said, new team. Then you add in fucking Sean Payton, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that whole scene? How how was that? Like, you're over there behind the scenes, I guess, probably know 
I mean, your neighbors probably know things that are happening behind the scenes over there in the Jets world. How was that all received? And is, this, is that all going to be on Hard Knocks, I assume? Hopefully. Yeah, that's going to be on Hard Knocks. Uh, it was not received well at all. Um, that's, so I, I'm that seemed real. here in the South Bay yes. Seaport on TV with Mike Greenberg. And oh. my phone starts blowing up about these quotes. So I, I just, I read through them quickly and I called Coach Payton to just find out maybe, maybe something was misunderstood. I don't know. It just seemed very brave and bold and yeah. Yeah. a little, a little much for a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Seriously. We agree. We thought it was awesome. To be clear though, our show, I think we haven't actually formally voted. We all agree with what I'm about to say. Yeah, we thought it was awesome. Sean Payton's coming. We yeah. loved it. Uh, I, we absolutely loved, <laughs> loved it. Now, we love Hackett, too. Like, we've mm-hmm. got a chance to kind of learn about him through Aaron. We love Aaron as well. But just as, like, spectators of sport, like, uh, all right. Love the beat. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sean Payton's well, back was, in the league. It, mm-hmm. it just came out of nowhere, right? It was yeah. just like, yeah. here we are. Everyone's just kind of, you know, That's we're talking we Broncos yes. slightly. And then it's just like, wait. What? We're throwing bombs over at the Jets? Like, yeah, you know, and, and, you know, Hackett was fired up, Pat. Like, yeah, he took the good. high road. But you know when it's hard to take the high road and you want, like, you knew he wanted to say something. But yeah. he, he didn't. He was swallowing it there for a little bit. Oh, yeah. It felt time. like that was the thing. Tone Diggs has a question for you, Diana. Yeah, Diana, um, we were talking a little bit about the holdouts. Um, do you have any news on any of those? Chris Jones, uh, Bosa, any of the running backs? Uh, any any updated news that we haven't heard yet on the on the holdouts? Uh, I'd say the Chris Jones, the most recent stuff. I had a conversation with someone this morning uh, that's involved in the negotiations, and they they still feel really optimistic. They're gonna get it done. Look, the, like the number Chris Jones wants is it, it's a big number. It's a big number. But uh, the Chiefs, every conversation I've had with them over the last few months has been. Nothing but, you know, understanding his value, understanding his role in the team. We want to get this done. We feel good we're going to get this done. We're optimistic. Um, so that's one of those where I think it feels a little icky right now, but I think it's going to work out by the time we get to at least the third, fourth week of camp here. Is everybody being patient? I, this seems interesting. We talked to Schefter yesterday, and he said – Kind of like it'll get worked out, it'll get figured out. So, like with some of these guys, the teams are just like, "Well, ah, we have other shit to deal with right now. We'll deal with that at a different time." Is that how teams are dealing with it, or is it just expected that they'll talk in a couple of weeks? Why is this, you think? Yeah, it, it's funny, right? Because you have some of these deals where there's that sense of urgency, and they're going up against the clock all the time, and you're like, "Well, you know, why are you waiting so long?" I feel like with this, like even going back to like the Ring of Honor ceremony I attended with the Chiefs a few months ago, like it, it was in June. And- you know, even just talking to them, they're like, yeah, we'll get it done. Andy's like, ah, oh, Chris will show up, you know, and then he didn't show up. So that that, that threw a wrench. They weren't expecting him not to show up. That, mm. that was where it did get a little off track. But the sense I get is like, it'll get done. Chris wants to be there. They want Chris there. Um, look, could it could it go off track? Yeah, of course. We've I, seen it happen. I'm just but very... They, I'm very interested how it's just like kind of take your time to figure these out. We got time. It's like, yeah, we don't have a lot of time. Training camps happen. Well, because it's true. 
training camp, right? And you, you know how it goes. Like, you don't, Chris Jones doesn't need to be out there. Well, also, let's get that guy in the building. Yeah. Good yeah. to have a guy in the building. Let's do this oh. thing. It just seems like the business side of it's figuring it out. Preseason's becoming much less more important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Preseason is getting devalued, yeah. oh, I think, yeah. from all standpoints. Now, players obviously don't like it, but now you're seeing, like, front offices don't really care either. Nah, we got, like, two weeks. Yeah. Is Chris Jones need to be here, really? Nah, nah. They're all kind of even admitting it right now, you know? So I'll be excited to see what the new CBA preseason looks like with how business has been handled. Ty Schmidt has a question for you, Diana. Diana, you mentioned the Jets maybe, you know, needing to shore up the offensive line a little bit, receiver. Uh, we saw Dalvin Cook was at practice going to meetings, looked like he was there for, you know, 12 hours or whatever, and, and a lot of the reports were like, hey, the Jets aren't going to let him leave the building. This is going to get done by the end of today. And then he leaves, and now, you know, his, his trainer's tweeting stuff about, hey, the, the Jets are out of it. Miami still seems like a possibility. The Cowboys have popped up. Have you heard anything about Dalvin Cook and where he might wind up? Colts, man. Yeah, the Jets will call it the Dalvin Cook Day at Florham Park, which was was quite quite a scene. I can't wait to see that on Hard Knocks. I've never seen a free agency visit like that, um, which is just, all again, just another cool little page in this chapter of, of the new Jets here. Um, I, I think this team is very certain about their identity and who they want playing in which roles, right? And Brees Hall is their guy. You know, would it be nice to have the insurance of a Dalvin Cook type player on this roster while Brees can slowly get back into getting to 100% knowing he's coming off this ACL? Yeah, of course. Um, but if you're a player like Dalvin Cook, right, and, and you're playing at the level he's playing at, at his age, healthier than he's ever been, according to him, um, you want to be the feature back. You want to be the main guy, yeah. right? So I'm not sure if both sides are really on the same page with uh, that role. Roll, roll, roll. Got it. Roll. And that, right? so, so that means Brees Hall going to be healthy earlier than we expected, or when should we expect Brees Hall to be Brees they Hall? They keep... As of two days ago, the last time we were, I was in front of the Jets um, physically and asked about Brees Hall, it was, yeah, we feel good week one, he'll be good. But we all know that it, they, you don't want to be pressed there. You don't want to have to push that. Even if he is 100%, there's no reason to rush him out there. Um, but but that in mind, you have to figure Aaron taking this, um, you know, big pay cut here to allow this Jets team to have the financials to to make some moves. They don't just have the running back position they have to address here. We got O-line. We got receiver, right? We got these two spots where they could use that money. It's just, I don't know where they're going to go out and find that. Because right now, when I tell you they're standing up there going, oh, we'll figure it out. There is, a, there is very big concern at the Jets facility about what's going to happen with this protection. Oh, really? I did not know that. I thought we addressed the offensive line and we were getting some people healthy. Yeah. It's a big deal there, right? So tonight we'll see something as simple as, you know, Makai Beckton will be the, he'll be out there. He's going to take 20, you know, about 20 or so snaps, uh, you know, with the backups. First time we've seen him out there in two years, right? He's lost all this weight. He says he's better. He told me he's approaching this like it's week one. Right, so he's like he's all fired up right now. Right. It's it's you know it's week one for him right now. It's Sunday, uh, because he needs to show. Uh, forget sh- forget showing the fans and the coaches and the players. I think Makai Beckton's got to show himself tonight. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's a good confidence builder. Hopefully, this mm-hmm. evening. I can't wait to watch. That is another little added wrinkle. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know though that the offensive line wasn't completely fixed. We've been acting as if they got it figured out. Yeah, perfect. 
Everybody's healthy again. They yeah, got Vera Tucker's coming back off his knee. Invested a little bit. They'll be good. Yeah. Now, now we're hearing boats on the ground. They're like, oh, we got a, we yeah, got this weapon. They're, 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 they're trying to piece it. They're trying to piece it to make it work. But we'll, we'll, we'll see if it, if it can shake out. Fascinating. Last question here for you, Diana from Pac-Man. Hey, Diana, I know you play uh, college soccer. Um, my question is, what are your thoughts on the U.S. national team right now? Here we go. George Mason, right, Pat? Yeah. George Mason, you played at? We looked up your stats earlier. <laughs> Look at you Googling me. What else is on that Google wire there? No, it was Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man yeah. actually yeah. brought it up. Pac-Man was like, she played college soccer, right? I want to ask about the World Cup. I'm like, yeah. she yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. At George Mason, I, which we know is uh, it is in... Uh, Virginia. Fairfax. Virginia. Oh, Fairfax. Fairfax. Yeah, we got a Virginian yep. here. We got a Virginian. George Mason graduate, too. What? You did? Yes, sir. We should have known that. We're bad. How about that? Look at that. this. We should have known that. I, we're bad. We're people. finding out more about each other. This is yeah. this is like an orientation. This You're is great. A bad person. Yeah. Bad person. No, I know they went to the Final Four. Jim Larinaga used to be the head exactly. coach. Oh, yeah. so, good. Great so good. So <laughs> good. Love Larinaga. Anyways, anyways, the women's national. Heck yeah, 2006. 2006, baby. So, you're a college soccer player, obviously. Are you watching the World Cup? I mean, the World Cup's obviously a massive ordeal. How are we going to do it? Are we going to win? Is this a – everybody's saying maybe not. Yeah. What's that all about? No, you're, you're reading into just the fuss being made about the drama with Carly Lloyd just taking – uh, I, I think Carly Lloyd is getting so much criticism, and, and it's – and I, I've been in agreement with her this entire time. So, she, so her issue right now, for those that aren't following it, is that the U.S. women's national team tied in a match. And they were celebrating and signing autographs and dancing. And Carly's sitting there on the set going, what are you doing? You tie. You kissed your cousin. You know, like this isn't good enough. We, ha- we, ha- we got to be better than this. Oh, yeah. Like Carly's a girl. So, you know. Where we're, there's not much filter there, but this is why she's a great TV analyst now. And everyone got their feelings hurt about it. Everyone's like, oh, you know, like, let them have fun. Like, n- n- no, go out and win and, and keep your emotions in check when you're not performing at a high level. That's the way we were learned soccer in New Jersey. Yes. Okay, so there's different ways that competitors compete. I assume, and I think what they've said is that their goal was just to advance into the round or whatever, and they knew that exactly. a tie would be it. So that is what they were competing for. And I think a lot of other people were like, well, how about we, uh, no, we're supposed to we're staying up to watch this thing. Yeah. And, uh, we'd like to be like uh, United States, let's fucking win. You know, like there's just two different mindsets. Carly represented one side, they're representing the other. With all that aside, Okay, they chose to tie that game. Let's say, mm-hmm. yep. congrats yeah. to them doing what they said. Yeah. Absolutely, Smart. we're gonna go out here. We're gonna do soccer. That's right. We're yep. gonna tie today. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, that's what we're gonna do, and we're gonna move on. Cool, you did it. Congrats. We are pumped. USA. All right. Yeah. <laughs> are we gonna win though? Sweden's Sweden's fucking good, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, we're we're in trouble here, aren't we? Or is this team gonna be able to wake up? You think? What What's like the best saying when when you're when you're in an argument with someone? You're like, I'm just gonna play. You know, I'm I, I'm just gonna actually that's Switzerland. I was gonna say. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, I was I was mixing my countries up. I was like, oh, that would have okay. been a good. We would have done play. Yeah, you would have got corrected on yeah, the internet. I'm, not on I'm the gonna show. go all in. Yeah. The, the the women's national team's roster is so stacked. In, in just in terms of being able to handle 
the physicality of this entire tournament. That's the thing that has stood out to me, which is why I think they're going to be able to go all the way. Where I don't think the other rosters have that type of talent that we have. Okay, yes. we're winning. We just did some soccer. We did Woo. winning soccer. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, we appreciate you so much. Uh, can't wait to see you this football season. Keep crushing it. And when you and Aaron chat, it's going to be awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Diana Rossini, we appreciate yeah. you. Okay, she said we're winning. So. We're winning. Yeah, that's awesome. huge news. Okay, because I didn't know if we were still allowed to be like loudly arrogant. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, know if I mean? we are though. They're minus one eighty five against uh, Sweet. Uh-oh. Are they the favorites to win it right now? Well, let me take a look. So let's just talk about our talking about soccer. Okay. They're so not- I played soccer growing up. Was supposed to be a soccer player. Yep. Pretty good soccer player. Okay. Didn't watch soccer growing up though. Should have watched soccer. Hindsight would have made me better at soccer. Could have been much better at soccer. Okay. Still can't watch soccer. Right. But when something electrifying's happen, I'll watch whatever it is. If Slam Ball's got a motherfucker that's going from one tramp mm. to another tramp and it's electrifying, I will watch it. Yeah. So whenever like Methy is playing right now, what? I'm watching. Mm-hmm. What? Sweet. He is awesome. Yeah. That oh. pass last night too from uh, Rob Taylor, Bob Taylor. Oh my God. Dude. Yeah. The touch, the finesse. Yeah. Just service on the chest and then Cuz puts it top. I mean, what a. What an absolute phenomenon this guy is. Truly. For those that aren't in the United States of America, allow us to be your dumb Americans. <laughs> We're liking soccer because of this guy. Yeah, yeah. loving it. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Loving it. Yeah. We are liking He's soccer. Helping. Now, we, a lot of us who maybe weren't that into soccer all the time, are kind of torn because we're starting to enjoy soccer more, but we're also realizing that maybe our league has been terrible. Boy, he's making yeah. a mockery of the MLS. Bad. He is making an absolute mockery of the league. I would not have been able to play in the MLS, okay? Would not have been able to be – so I am not even – please do not think this is me saying that because, like, any other reason in the soccer world at all other than we're watching this guy just come in here. because yeah, different. <laughs> Dude, he's playing a different sport. Dominating. Guys. And he's got a couple of little buddies. Yeah, who exactly. I think kind of are able to read the same thing yeah. he's reading. Mm-hmm. Bush catch. In the MLS's defense, he did this in La Liga. He did this in French. Every way, yeah. man. Okay, so oh. yeah, that's what I this thought. Is the <laughs> status quo. All right, so maybe we should have done a little. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, and they showed his stats in like his first thousand games or whatever. His three hundred games, I forget what it was. Next to Cristiano Ronaldo, who people do the whole goat conversation mm-hmm. with. And I'm going to be honest, just because of all the hype over here with like Nike and everything, with Cristiano Ronaldo and like the highlights and everything, and I think Manchester United, whenever he was going, was being promoted in America pretty good. So like, I just always assumed like, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo is better than this guy. You know what I mean? He's taller. He's like, mm-hmm. he got a 14 pack. Jumps. He jumps like 55 inches. He just scores. And he's just like Big an absolute group. psychopath. Yeah. Uh, like seemingly yeah. off the field. Yeah, this is the guy. This yeah. is obviously the guy. And then like World Cup happens. And then now Methy's over here and I'm watching. I'm like, this guy's the greatest guy yeah. ever. Yeah. Methy is the guy. This guy's yeah. foot is the greatest foot to ever yeah. touch a soccer ball they ever. They're both yeah. very, very close. But now I think Messi's taking the edge here later in the career. Well, and that's because he's an American. Bingo. That's yeah. Right. If Ronaldo, if Ronaldo really wants to get back in the conversation, they'll bring his Drop that to Saudi money and get over here. Yeah. He was supposed to. But I, he plays so much differently, you know? Like, I feel like he plays yeah, like uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, Messi, this dude is just different, bro. Got the ball on a string. Yeah. He's just Messi, like AI would have. With a basketball. Boom. Now, we are all talking at a pretty elementary level of soccer, you know, because that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, sorry about it, world. It's our game now. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. What? The world's game has become America's game. Sorry about it. I actually heard Messi might play for the U.S. next World Cup. He's 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 thinking about it. There we go. 
Every time he's going it. through, he's selling out stadiums. This is Taylor Swift right now. Yeah. yeah. Chicago did a renovation on their entire stadium, right? Just for him to come and play there. Yeah, somebody made an extra 10 yeah. to $13 million because Messi joined the MLS. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I couldn't even imagine the the percentages that Messi's getting from all oh, this. Absurd. And he's earning it. He absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. He's putting on the show. He's performing. Yeah. yeah. Really well. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Worst team in the league, the team he's on right now. It was, yeah. They were the worst team in the league. Now. Not anymore. Must watch. Yeah. Yeah. I was you- told these games didn't count. Like, none of these games have counted so far for Messi. Is that true? That's what they said on SportsCenter this morning. Who said so, that? That's what the guy said. Yeah, allegedly last night was, like, the League Cup, and, we, you know, Messi mm-hmm. was playing Orlando, but count. other MLS teams were playing Mexico teams, but... They count because I'm pretty sure eight people got shot in the head from Mexico because they lost the United States 7-1. So if you're telling me that they don't count, <laughs> why don't you head down south of the border and see yeah. what they're doing to these teams when they uh, lose? Oh listen, my that God. is a True. terrible truth that happens sometimes in the soccer world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some, of the, some of these countries take the sport very seriously. It is I documented. Think. Especially Mexico. But what he just said is not accurate. No, we don't know that for sure. They lost 7-1. I think it was... Uh, Let's get to a break. On the other side, I'm sure A.J. Hawk will have more to chime in on with this particular subject. Mm-hmm. He loves the soccer. Oh, yeah. Love it. And to be clear, we, we've been talking soccer a long time. Long oh, yeah. time. Remember when we used to think Polithic was the best player in the world? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What a, what a laughable thing to say. He's he's what a there. laughable thing to say he's after watching Methy for the world. fucking two weeks. <laughs> During the World Jesus Cup. Jesus Christ, this guy's unbelievable. He is. During the World Cup, he is the best player in the world. Uh, he wasn't this last oh. one. Oh. Yeah. We did, didn't we? Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, jingoistic, you got to fucking put on for your own and support the United States, but... <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Polythic will never be methy. Whoa. Ever. It's a shame. Yeah, we I still did. love the guy, we but. We did say that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of. We did a little bit. We yeah. did. I started dancing with that a bit. Yeah. It says our game now in Cutter. Yeah, well, because yeah. of him. <laughs> because yeah. of Polythic. This guy was playing in the. He and guess what? He won it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fun to watch, though. He is. It is. Good for, but it has taken away from the Women's World Cup, I think. Right. Same same time frame. A little bit. Bring us out to Sandbagger. Yeah. Absolute yeah, mm-hmm. Sandbagger. The, the guy who we get a chance to watch golf, you say to yourself, that guy has to golf two to three times a week at least. Mm-hmm. to be able to do what he does. And he will still say he doesn't, but once again, that's what a sandbagger would do. Yep, exactly. But this particular sandbagger uh, is also a college football national champion. What? A Super Bowl champion. What? A Ryder Cup winner. What? A man who beat COVID numerous times while being a father of 10 and being on this show somehow every single day. A guy who's the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, who we learned a lot about at the ESPYs. Yeah, we did. did. AJ Hawk. What did we learn about me at the ESPYs from your mouth? Nah, nah, nah. It was, uh, that came out in a report. Yes. Yeah. The, it was a tweet. I came out in a report the day it was of. A tweet. It was yeah. a tweet, yeah. It was a report on the internet that I uh, I seen the day of, and you guys couldn't answer and confirm it because your plane was going back down. Yeah, exactly. turning around. True. It, for the we were coming down. We were descending from 42,000 feet yeah. back to Indianapolis. Yeah, so I couldn't word. confirm the report, but the person who reported it 
Seemingly knows you pretty good. So, yeah, we all learned that you drank your heart. Let's move along. Let's move along, shall we? I don't know if you got a chance to hear the Diana Rossini conversation we had in the first hour, but she mentioned how Aaron Rodgers once uh, said he, he, I don't know who Diana Rossini is, yep. in a conversation now they met each other. Bygones will be bygones there, right, AJ? Don't you think as we move forward? Yeah, they will be fine. Yeah, especially if she covers the Jets a lot, right? If she's around, yeah, they're gonna, they'll be great. Okay, that's good news. How are you doing? How do you think Aaron's doing? And are you enjoying all the Jets coverage that's taking place around the NFL? And obviously tonight is going to be a massive Aaron Rodgers is a Jet showcase. Yeah. Hell yeah. Tonight is going to be happening. Do you think – okay, so what – I don't know. what is he going to do anything? Will he throw Pat and goes and warm-ups? Will he do anything? He'll be in street clothes the whole time, I would assume. Like, will, get, will we see him throw any balls out yeah. there? He's going to look so cool. Oh, yeah, chopping it up. <laughs> oh, my God, there's going to be so He should wear a suit. If he doesn't dress – I know he's not going to dress. He should wear, like, a suit or maybe a tux just to throw people off. <laughs> a full tuxedo? <laughs> yep. Just to be him, just to be weird. Just the hands in pockets, full tuxedo. So cool. And he tells people, hey, it's a business trip. It's a business trip. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think? Well, I was in the Hall of Fame game one time. It got canceled. Aaron was in said yeah. Hall of Fame game. Yeah. And it got canceled as well. That's the first time I met him. Uh, we had a relationship for a while. Mm-hmm. Before that first time I got to meet him in person, it was like a uh, it was a two-minute thing. And it was, you think we're going to have No way. No way we have Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's Walked away. I do know that nobody in the locker room appreciated the fact that we were at training camp earlier than everybody else on earth, and I don't think many people appreciated the fact they had to travel to a high school stadium yeah. uh, in the middle of training camp that's longer than everybody else's training camp. No offense. It's a great high school locker room, mm-hmm. like an incredible high school locker room. But, you know, 90 guys, NFL guys, adults, full-blown adults, millionaires, people, you know, are in the NFL and everything. Like, it's a little different. But, hey, yeah. training camp, you're building up grit. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? on the Hall of Fame game, AJ, and you're in Ohio. Have you ever gone to the Hall of Fame weekend? I have not gone to it. I've been there multiple times. There's a huge complex of fields that kids have. I've had lacrosse tournaments, soccer tournaments, everything right there. It's a pretty cool setup, what they've done. But, yeah, I mean, it's, of course, you have the new Hall of Fame class going in. I feel like the game is a big part of it to kind of kick all of that off. And I love some of the guys going in, too. Zach Thomas, one of my favorite players of all time. I'm pumped that he's going in. Okay, Erlacher, whenever he was on the show, he literally said, like, how about guys that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? He was, like, more than, he was talking about yeah. more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was saying, more than I deserve to be in there and talk about it. People talk about me a lot. He said, you need to talk about Zach Thomas or whatever. I guess linebackers just love him. That's, like, the guy that everybody kind of I mean, loved in the linebacker. easy to root for. Like, he, in my era, growing up, watching him, and then he was still in the league when I was playing. Like, General Bob is going up. He's going to Canton. Zach invited him because he played with Zach uh, in Dallas. So, Bob will be there for the festivities this weekend. He's excited. That's oh. awesome. Why, yeah. though? What was, yeah. it? was it his style of play? Him as a human? What was it? Yeah. All of the above. I mean, he I was, like, it. undersized dude that just jacked dudes up. Yeah. Like, he would – I just remember the highlights of him, like, Monday Night Football getting picks and flipping into the end zone, pick six. He always – he was everywhere. Like, he, he always was around the ball. Yeah, hell of a football player. He's getting into the Hall of Fame, obviously, getting acknowledged. I assume from the way people talk about it in the linebacker community and talk about him in the linebacker community, a little bit delayed here. Should have been mm-hmm. sooner, yeah, I think a lot of people think. There's another guy going in that Pac-Man talked about earlier who said, hey, this is the greatest corner of our generation, the greatest corner of all time. Pac, you were a corner 14 years yeah. in the NFL. Darrell Rivas going into the Hall of Fame. I think all of us who have ever just watched football when Darrell Rivas was playing, like respect Darrell Rivas. Why do you, as a corner who played 14 years in the NFL, a corner uh, and also a returner, which Darrell Rivas is also uh, son of a bitch, did didn't he? He, he, did. he was he a returner. Returned. Yeah, he was a really good returner. He was an SB award winning. That's right. Yeah, returner yeah, mm-hmm. against a a punter who wears a black yeah. tank top. <laughs> yep. Mm. 
That thing was ran a thousand times. I mean, I've seen it's that. It's not thing. on you, though. It's not all on you. Well, one of the 14 tackles he broke was certainly me. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was diving in there, you know, so that whole thing. But why do you say greatest corner and how pumped are you for uh, another great corner going into the Hall of Fame? Um, to me, man, he was, he was, you could put up Charles Woodson, Daryl Green, Champ Bailey, um, Ty Law. Right. Um, Darrell did, he did everything, bro. He followed the best receiver. He played inside, played outside, great ball awareness. Um, and, and he maybe gave up, I think, two games with a hundred plus yards. Damn. Um, his whole career? Yeah. Two, two games, I think it was. Two or three games. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, too. I, there also, you know, Revis Island became a thing. Yeah. There was, like, games where he was targeted zero times, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, numerous games. Like, numerous games where he was targeted zero times. I feel like that's almost harder. Is it, wouldn't that almost be harder uh, to kind of have to experience, like, almost get lazy or bored? The motherfucker never did, right? I mean, oh, no. Nah. He, he, he never lacked in technique or getting lazy or getting comfortable. He always played leverage. He's a very smart player. He he pretty much know every formation. You can tell how he just jumped that route great right there. there. Uh, yeah, great, great, great play, play right there. Please, please. I was just one of ten here. But um, yeah, one on. of the better ones though. It was very patient at the line. Damn, he's the best mercenary the Patriots have ever had by far. Best one year deal Bill Belichick has ever made was Darrell Revis. Yeah. Well, and then the Jets probably think the same thing. They did it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a great businessman too. You remember how he handled so, his yeah. business? Oh yeah. Still, I assume still is a great businessman, this entire thing. He, out of the University of Pittsburgh, obviously just phenomenal athlete. How great a shape he had to be in, because everybody says corner, toughest physically uh, on the body oh. position in the game. Do you? That's obviously true, Pac-Man. Most athletic humans play corner in the NFL? Well, I think so, because you're twisting, you're turning, you're running, you're backpedaling, you're speed turning, then you're coming up, making tackles. you got to make sure you got good ball awareness. Um, it's right. hard being out there on the island by yourself. You got to be smart yeah, too. Yeah. This one and you got to be smart. In Randy's pocket. Damn. Only yeah. dude to shut down Megatron. One catch, thirteen yards. I think it was. Yeah. Man. Hey, congrats, Freaking Mr. Man. Island. Yeah. Go to Revis Island. Well deserved, Pittsburgh guy. Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, yeah. Dog. Hell yeah, absolute dog. Yeah. Absolute dog going in. 2009. That was the year I was drafted. Great year. Obviously, a great year for Revis. I just yeah. He's. He's making great plays all over the place. That was a great play by him, too. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Wow. Wasn't necessarily How many years did he play pass. total? That's a great yeah. question. Well, he didn't play long. I think it's 10. But they were all one-year deals, too, like two-year deals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his run was unbelievable. S- bet on yourself every year. Yeah. Crush it every year. 11 seasons. 11. At, at corner, right? He never moved anywhere. No. no. Man-to-man, not zone, right? That's a big conversation with everybody else that he gets compared to? Yep. Yeah, what did Rex Ryan say? What didn't Rex Ryan say? Like with Darrell Revis, it was literally just like, okay, you have him, and then they would just build like a ten-man defense because they knew that wherever Darrell was, he was taking one away. Okay, their best weapon not playing this week. Yeah, really they, injured? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we're just gonna put old twenty-four up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be to do it in the Patriots division too when they were that dominant. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's one thing to to do it in one of these like divisions where you got three teams who aren't worth the shit, but like. He, he played in the division with the greatest quarterback and the greatest dynasty of all time. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i really happy he's going in. I'm really happy Zach's going in. I'm in- Zach's a great dude. I, play, I had a chance to play with Zach in Dallas. Really? Yeah. Just dog, huh? Dog. Old school, old school. Yeah. During Hard Knocks. I remember that. Yeah. That was my boy. Was he awesome in Hard Knocks, Zach? Yeah. Or- I remember one play. Yeah. I, don't, I'm, I don't know if Pac even watched it. There was one play. I remember my brother telling me about it. It was like a, it was 11 on 11, and Zach – 
was like hustling to the ball, obviously, in year 12 or something in Dallas. And he just smoked this dude right as he was like getting to the sideline and just hit him so hard, didn't wrap up or whatever. And then he just kind of jogged back to the huddle, but he just annihilated this dude like it was nothing. And it wasn't a cheap, it was just awesome to watch. Like he just only knows one speed. Yeah, he, he got a motor. AJ, what were you like in practice? You you were because remember I heard mm. you were same way, huh? Is this what you're yes, talking about? This guy, yeah. this yeah. guy's smoking guys, mm-hmm. crushing, and it, like it's nothing. Yep. Jogging back, no. nope. AJ's like that is actually what I modeled my game. Yeah, after. exactly. That's what that's is that what you were saying there, AJ? Is that what I heard? No, I definitely respected the hustle and wanted to chase the ball like Zach does. Yeah, no question. Oh, so you were mm. hey at practice? People were talking about we're having a long day today. He's <laughs> such a prick. No, no. Uh-uh. Well, that wouldn't me. I'm p- protecting my teammates always. Okay, yeah, it does feel like you would be a guy that would do that. By the way, one no, thing that, I would never do like is throw a closed fist punch. Don't ever throw a closed fist punch. Oh, at okay, a yeah. all right. Smart. Open Just hand, hit you. Open Use your hand. palm like Boss Rootin. What are we doing? <laughs> bang it up, yeah. bang it up, <laughs> bang it up. Take the chair up. though. <laughs> bang it. It's up. your fault if you punch a helmet with a closed fist. That they should be able to take some money from you because you need to get that fist open. Just so we're all, let's just recap everything that just happened there. We're talking about how he is at practice. Yep. What he's uh-huh. like at practice. I yep. take, hey, let's make sure we do that. And then he said, always, though, number one rule. Mm-hmm. Whenever you are ending up in fisticuffs, mm-hmm. we need that to be slapped to cuffs. Yep. Okay, open your hand. That's his number one rule. It's like, oh, okay. Not number one. We can avoid those type of injuries. That's what I'm saying. As a coach, if I'm coaching a team, we can avoid that injury. How many times have you had a guy punch you in practice and you say, idiot, boom, yeah. and then you slap no. them back. That happened, huh? Uppercut. Is that what happened? I mean, it's hard. You know, it's always like the O lineman that you're friends with that give you an extra push after the play or something. You're dead tired on your seventh play in a row. And they, they know that, too. And they know me, too. And they want to give you a little push on the shoulder by the ball or something. And you just Whoa. Use all your energy right after that play. Hey, do, do not do what you just did. Yeah. Do you give a warning at the beginning or is it first? You have to. You have to. All right. All right, bud. All right. Like, hopefully the next play it doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, okay. So that is that was your warning. It was like, uh, hey, like, uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That, that was it. And if they did not. Because your you're friends with them, too. But they know. And they're like, all right. I can. And, yeah, you're the people that you're close with too, especially on offense and offensive linemen and fullbacks, will do things to mess with you when they know you're a little bit heated. Cool. I guess in situations like that. I love teams. Think about that. Yes, that's like his it's teammate. Awesome. It's awesome. He's like, hey, I think we can fuck with AJ Lee a little bit. <laughs> you know, fight him. Yeah, you gotta like, fight your teammate you love. Who wants to fight? Do you want to fight AJ Lee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just right after this plays over, just, just give him like a shit out of boom, him. just a little. Oh, just one of those. It's the little ones. It's those little ones, like right. bump you or push you as you're tired and you're trying to stop. Back outside shoulder yep. is the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you turn around super quick. And like, who, who was that? <laughs> the amount of those. So obviously, what? I. By day a, seven. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. You as, probably see them all. Dude, as a person that watches, yeah. I like me and Vinatieri, just like, what period is it? Oh, it's one on ones. All right, sweet. All right, let's go uh, right down to this offensive line thing down here. This is going to get fucking real. Yeah. This is going to get real. Are they going to try right now? Uh, who's uh, who's dressed over there? Mathis? Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah, they're going. They're going to fight. They're going to go over here. And then all of a sudden, it's just only a matter of time. All you need is one offensive lineman who was on a – didn't know what the – which one we were going on, what the cadence was, what the set was, you know, and then all of a sudden a little bit angry at the coach probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you get one little boom and then, oh, is that right? And then bang, we're finishing <laughs> yeah. through past the sack, uh-huh. past yeah. the sack, through the ground, just 
pure frustration, mm-hmm. anger, everything. And then what? Ten other people now need yeah. to show that, oh, you're not doing that to my guy. Not my guy. It's a matter of fact that there's going to be fights in football practices. There's some coaches, though, that I think are very good at, like, managing it and not having it happen. I've heard some people say that they've gone through a camp without a fight. And I, I don't understand how that would be I've, even possible, yeah. to be honest. I've never seen a camp without a fight. I've never been in a camp without a fight. Like, they said. Starting in high school. One on I feel one, like I have. Stiff, <laughs> yeah. You stiff on me or something? Like, after you catch the ball? Oh, it's, it's time. Like, I guess there's like a whole new. I guess it's like a potentially a whole different thing now. I don't know. I don't know how it would be, but you do see Travis Kelsey being one of the only guys who's been in the league for a long time. Yeah. One of the only guys. Yeah. Get the fuck. fuck what are you doing? And then he has to be. All right, that's on me. You gotta be a better yeah. teammate. <laughs> the Browns guy was like messing around. It wasn't like the Browns guy who's. Well, the one guy yeah. was messing around. The, the right. one, yeah, bingo. Let's run that video. Oh, cause so when awesome. he got him though. Hey, this this video here, AJ. This is obviously a fight. Of course, this is a fight. But, like, I, we watched this yesterday. I've watched this a bunch of times. One of these people did not know it was as serious as the other side, right? Like, that slapped little run. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Points back at him. Boom! <laughs> you know, like, that, that felt like that's what that was. Did you read that the same way there, AJ? Yeah, but this is like a good, healthy team fight, though. Like, you hit him. He, hey, we're not playing around right now, bud. I'm a bit tired. And then they come together. No one gets hurt. I like it. Everybody ends up standing. That's good. Nothing ended up on the ground. That's when it gets real crazy. Mm-hmm. When it's down on the ground. Sean Watson staying clean. Smart, smart. Take your towel out of there. Yep. <laughs> and a lot of them wait for joint practices. What's that? Right? Yes. That, yeah. I don't know how it is in a fight every single yeah. period. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how that is in a fight. Well, that happens every year it on is. Hard Knocks. Like, they'll show the the team practices, and then every single year, it's like, yeah, we had to end practice two hours earlier today. We've had eight fights already in the first period. So Yeah, it's 120 degrees. Apparently, yeah. that is kind of something. <laughs> yeah. Boys are hot today. Mm-hmm. Boys are hot today. Everybody's in there. When the quarterback starts chirping, too. Ooh. Man, oh, yeah. It's a good time. I, what about some coaches? If you have a joint practice and the D coordinator and the O coordinator oh. start going at it, then you know, like, all right, this is going to be this is gonna be good. Okay, so now tensions are high. Let's fucking see who's got it. I bet you, like, uh, the scouts and GMs and stuff like that don't mind these types of days. Now, obviously, everybody will say can't have it. Can't have it. Yeah. You've got to have a little bit. If, if you don't have any of it, though, you're going to want some of it. Yeah. You're the coach. But could you imagine you see one of those fights and one of the guys just backs away from the fight? Like, okay, hard not to evaluate that. You remember, <laughs> you remember, right? What's like, that? we just, we have this one moment here and we're dependent upon this guy who literally ran his face right into somebody's fist here. Remember? And then this guy, like, kind of fighting himself off here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Remember? Do you think they're judging that? I wonder. You would yeah. have to. Yeah. I imagine, especially uh, imagine like a staff meeting and a head coach is watching. They see a fight and he's like, all right, guys, we can't have that. And then the head coach is laser and a couple dudes like, say, the linebacker coach, hey, what's up here, buddy? You don't want to help, help out the D lineman? What are we doing? A couple of them. Yeah. Linebacker room, huh? Uh, peanut. Yeah, imagine you know, that linebacker coach coming back to his, first, his meeting with the linebackers. Just <laughs> slamming annihilating the whole room. Oh, my yeah. God. Just dissected. Absolutely dissected from top to bottom. You, we should have known, right? Son of a bitch. <laughs> we should have known that you wouldn't. Right? Did so you see fast. what he was doing to your teammate? Did you see what was happening in there? I was trying to be safe. Save my hands. I already got a bruise. Ah. <laughs> yeah. okay. Kill the training room. Got a bruise already. <laughs> like that 30 to 90 you mentioned who don't know they're on special hey, But it'd be teams. guys like that in the locker room, though, bro. That'd be the funniest <laughs> part, though. You'd be like, oh, we get back to the team, defensive team meeting room, like, 
Bro, did you see John soft ass over there? He was not mm-hmm. participating with us. And uh, but yeah, then it's true. John has full oh. reasoning on why. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I had something in my eye. You know, you didn't need me over there. there. Fucking sweat my eyes. What do you want me to do? I, by the yeah. time I was coming, you see me? Look, I turned my. You see? You see? Watch the stripe in my hip. You see? It cuts off. <laughs> He's got to go after like, like the biggest O lineman the next day to make up for it. Oh, dude, people don't know that happened. This shit's happening yes. in front of the whole team, though. It's like, what is? We all see, right? Mm-hmm. We all see what's going on here. What's this that? guy, we just learned a lot about this guy. All right, then we we didn't like it at all either. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you're probably gonna be on somebody else's team. This year. <laughs> yeah, get out. If the reality was in there, but everybody needs to stay safe. We need to get to the season. That's right. Yeah. Tonight, AJ, what are you expecting out of this game? Obviously, we can't yeah. expect much. Tones on the Jets. He likes the Jets because he likes that Zach Wilson is playing, and he likes that we got Strafolsky. Mm-hmm. Strafolsky is a dog. Always has been. Always will be. What? Amen. Yes. That is how we feel. And on the other side, if Dobbs is playing, who has a lot of experience winning preseason NFL football games, Tone would have liked them a lot more. Instead, it's Mond in DTR, zero NFL experience pretty much. So what are your thoughts, AJ, and who are you leaning towards since we are certainly going to have to pick the first NFL action, even though <laughs> we know nothing about either of these teams and what they'll look like tonight? Well, I mean, as far as Zach Wilson, I'm excited to see him. I want to see if he can extend some plays and make some of those throws like we watched him in his pro day. So maybe he can make some things happen, get some guys behind the coverage. Mm-hmm. Kellen Mond, though, is super athletic. Don't you think he'll he'll tuck it a few times and go make some plays? I think he'll get some yardage, right? Yeah, He's a and right? Is he from yes. A&M? He yeah. beat Bama. Oh, yeah. He could play, man. I thought he, he was good. He might have beaten Bama. Might have. He beat Bama? He might have, to be honest. They were top ten when he was there, right? Wasn't that the big yeah. thing? Yeah. The only thing I really remember from his time there is he did an interview after a game. Yeah. It was a big game. Crowd rushed, I think, down there. So maybe they did beat Bama. Was it on that kick? It was a great interview. He gave a great post-game interview. It was all I remembered. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. And then I think Jimbo Fisher chimed in with something mm-hmm. on top of it. And I like remember, like, oh, I like this guy a lot. I thought he was going to have success in the NFL. And then he went to the Minnesota Vikings, and it did not work. You guys keep saying because Zimmerman didn't like him. Yeah, Zimmer one time, oh. uh, I think it was last year, they were like, do you plan on like giving Kellen Mond any time to play? Do you want to in- see him in the preseason game? And he said, no. Yeah. They said, why don't you want to see him in the preseason game? He goes, see him every day. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what happened. Hey, yep. Zim, Zim had a couple of those, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't yeah. love his quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he hated Cousins' guts, yeah. too. Yeah. Why, yeah, you know, like, why'd that happen, you think? Why, why, why? Defensive it? guy. Yeah, just yeah. loves defense. Yeah, but why do you sign, why do you? Zim is, he one of them tough, tough old school. Uh, he is Coach Rod. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, that's that's how he is in, in this modern era. I would love yeah. to see him and Kirk Cousins well. That would be awesome, actually, yeah. now that <laughs> we're thinking about it. Those two kind of. About, felt about Tuesdays. Just having a conversation. Yeah, and then. Him broadcasting that he takes off on Tuesdays, I could see like Coach Rod being like uh, not happy about it. So I could see how yeah. Coach Zim would probably yep. not necessarily love that or whatever. That also could be why Kirk Cousins was so like kind of guarded towards Kevin O'Connell at the beginning. Yeah. Kirk Cousins probably pretty feels pretty uh, okay. I have no idea how any of these coaches feel about me ever. Yeah. And then you start rattling off all of Kirk Cousins' stats and all these games, and it's like, yo, Kirk Cousins, good football player. Kirk Cousins, really yeah. good football player. And his narrative about him, I think him being a nerd. Doesn't necessarily help, but he knows he's a nerd. So what do you want him to do about it? Like, hey, I'm, that's this is who I am. Right. But if he was like a dog and came out and like talked shit back to all the people that kind of talk shit to him, I think maybe the narrative would change a little bit. But instead, he always just high roads everything. Yep. Just kind of is his own person and just does his own stuff. But I watching quarterback, I fucking I love that guy, dude. I'm happy yeah. 
that he has an opportunity with Kevin O'Connell potentially continue to grow. Them losing Dalvin Cook, does that matter, AJ? Does that matter? Yeah, I'd say yeah. it matters. Yep. I got cooked for saying that kind of. I mean, they watch him was- run. Watch Dalvin run, man. Like the guy is special. Like what he can do, he can catch the ball to the backfield. Like yeah, I just love how he runs the ball. And I think how could that not, you know, hurt your team? Obviously, you got to find a way to make up for it with multiple guys. But man, this guy's special. Did you hear what Diana Rossini said about the Jets and Dalvin Cook there? About the role, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Like, I mean. Mm-hmm. Brees uh, was on the way to be rookie of the year, you know, like he was killing it. So I would imagine he wants the load of the carries, and I'm sure they want the same thing. And Brees is their guy. Yeah. Yeah. They yep. drafted him. Mm-hmm. They kind of yeah. developed future. him. You know, he is the future of the whole thing. So, so you could very much understanding that the situation could happen. But I thought it was just like, uh, yeah, like if that's the case, that's the case. Right. Go win a ring. Hearing Dalvin Cook saying like, well, I think I should be the guy if we're going to go win is interesting because now I'm thinking the Colts maybe yeah. are in play, yeah. you know, for Dalvin Cook. Or the Dolphins, he becomes the guy immediately. Yeah, they paid two running backs this offseason. Yeah, they so both, like. They gave him both contracts. That's a little different mindset than what I thought. It was just like, yeah, I'll jo- I just want to join a, a winner and just basically contribute. Now it's like what Diana's saying is like, Hey, you're probably going to be backing up Brees whenever Brees is going. It's like, well, uh, that's not what everybody else yeah, is saying. I'm all pro, so I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And Dalvin in his right to say that. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. One, yeah. one million yes. percent yeah. in his right to say that. But also, yeah. that's a different than what I thought it was. I'm like, shout out, he's coming to Indy. I think he's coming. To- what about uh, Dallas? Isn't Dallas still an option? Tony Pollard. It is, what? but yeah, they just franchise tagged Pollard. Like, are they going to put that much money into their running back room? Because it's the same deal. How like, much is he going to get though? What's Dalvin going to get? What kind of contract? I don't know. It's interesting because it has to be lower than a franchise tag. You would assume. Yeah. yeah Incentives. Sure. That's ten something. So it's like what yeah. seven. I was What's six, Aust- six? six. What's Austin Eckler? Team, teams can handle that with incentives on top of it if he blows up. Easy signing bonus, kick that thing, do a three with two. I mean, there's a whole that's thing doable. you can do there. But if, if that's the case, if he's only going to get seven, why would you not go to the Jets as opposed to the Cowboys? Where it's or like the Colts? Well, well Colts, if, if, if he wants to be like the featured back and who knows what happens with Jonathan Taylor, then like, yeah, the Colts absolutely make sense because he'll be getting a bunch of carries and he'll be the focal point of the offense. Why would he go there, though? Because yeah. of what he, Diana he wants said. To, I know, yeah. and I'm not saying, I'm not saying to they're going to lose, but I'm the... saying you want, you want to give yourself the best chance to win a Super Bowl. And I don't know if the Colts are that team it's right now, August 3rd. Yeah. Go to the no, Chiefs. But, but what I'm saying is, sure. like, that was the thought that he was trying to go to the place with the best Super Bowl opportunity. Right. Okay. Yeah. And now it's like, well. The him, role matters him, a bunch. Him and the Jets kind of disagree. So it's like, well, I think there's a chance hmm. that, like, legacy and everything else still potentially and acknowledgement that he's still – Really good. Yeah. yeah so he should. He's he still the dog. He's he's still a dog though. Like I don't think he's at his point of his career where he's willing to say, "All right, I'm gonna be the number two. because he shouldn't say just that. to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I wouldn't do that because that was kind of the narrative though that he's yeah. going ring chasing right mm-hmm. now, which means less money. Yeah. Pro- who knows what your role is going to be? You're just kind of going to be in there, right? You think about all the ring chasing things in the past. It's either at like a position where there's maybe somebody else already there. Okay, we'll do this. Or I guess when Gronk. Goes down to Tampa, he just takes over. Yeah, it worked yeah. immediately. Because he's like, he, he, I guess because he was Tom's guy, though. Right. Yeah, and he would only be traded to uh, Tampa. When Christian McCaffrey got traded to um, San, Fran. San Francisco, he became the guy immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had some other guys. Yeah. yeah. They had yeah. their good run game that was going. But they said that uh, John Lynch's quote was that, uh, that he unlocked the offense. Wait, we have that John Lynch press conference. Something like that. 
Oh, yeah. This is what John Lynch – John Lynch spoke about the running back position as a whole in the market and as a former player, former safety in the NFL, how he could kind of relate to it. But he said something about Christian McCaffrey in here with their offense that is notable because we're thinking about what Dalvin Cook should expect whenever he goes somewhere right. and how Dalvin Cook probably views his game right now, which is still yeah. at, right. in his prime at his peak. Here's John Lynch. Yeah, first of all, I'd tell you I have empathy, and I think I can relate to what those guys. I played a position that I felt like was uh, undervalued for a long, long time, and I had to I had to battle through that myself. Um, you know, I remember the people closest to me. You make yourself invaluable, um, and you you as much versatile versati- uh, versatility as much. Um, you know, game changing. Can this team play without you? You know, you, you got to try to try to make that such. Uh, I think we're fortunate. Um, could we play without uh, our guy? I think we could. Do we want to? No. Uh, that's why we paid so much to go get him. And I, I credit Christian. He's he's not just a running back. He's a lot of things for us. And we talk about him unlocking our offense. So I'm just fortunate that we have a guy that can do that. And I think when we have a guy that can do that, I think it. It inspires the other backs to not just become running backs, to work on all facets of their game. And when you do that, you become more than just that. So, uh, like I said, I have empathy for those guys. Um, Having said that, you know, like I was always tied to the market at safety. I'm proud that I'm part of the guy who started to knock it down. So I think those things happen incrementally. And um, hopefully there's some wins for those guys coming up because I do feel for them. Interesting dynamic internally for John Lynch, I assume, now that he's yeah. on the other side of the table negotiating against contracts mm. for safeties, especially mm-hmm. theirs. Little Troy Paul Mahler, right. yeah. he's an absolute dog. You're going to have to pay him at some uh, sometime. And maybe John Lynch will have to do that, and we'll see how it works out. But him saying he unlocked the offense, that offense is pretty good. Had yeah. weapons all over yeah. the place. And they go and make him the guy. I assume Davin Cook sees that. He's like, yeah, you put me in an offense. Not that Brees Hall didn't, but also... I've already proven that I can come back. I'm not coming off an injury. Let me at least have a chance to go. I'm a big Brees Hall fan. Yes. Yeah. But also, uh, maybe Dalvin Cook is, you know, seeing that let me be the still the fucking guy. And if I am, we will be able to win. Well, and that's why I think he's coming to Indianapolis. Yeah, but he still does want to win. So he could go to Miami, be the guy, and still have a chance to win the Super Bowl. But I would ask that. Well, I was looking at this. They were 30th or 31st last year in rushing attempts. Like, he was – McDaniel was the – run game guy for the Niners and came over and then decided not to run the ball at all for the fucking Dolphins. I don't know if that was because he didn't have a guy like Dalvin. And that's they traded for a guy Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Christmas time, right? Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. Around there, yeah. In from San Fran. He's not guy right now. Isn't he well, still down there? Yeah, but he's not. He's not Dalvin. Yeah. yeah. Him and they they got him and Mostert yeah. both from San Fran. Yeah. Uh, paid them both, and they're both those guys that oh, are that like hurt. top five in miles per hour recorded yeah. in Fast. the league. How's their uh, their salary cap? Do we know how their salary cap is? Uh, I st- I think still well. I, I didn't I didn't think it was too much because like Armstead. And Tyree Kill are two other bigger contracts, but I don't know how the Ramsey deal uh, helped it or hurt it. So, yeah, Dolphins twelve six nine. Yeah, they have to. They're going to have to pick up people through injuries throughout the year. I wonder how much teams a lot for to have to survive the rest of the year. Yeah, I wonder what the normal number is, like what people are trying to get to. You know what I mean, AJ? Yeah, yeah and and when do they have to be down by? Yeah, like do they still they have to spend it? Don't they? Yeah, you have a to spend percentage. a percentage, percentage right? What is it, 95? No. I don't know. Something. It's a, it's a big chunk of it you have to spend. Yeah, that was an old CBA negotiation up. Need, hey, we got a floor now. 
Yeah, don't let the, owners be cheap. You can't sit there and be cheap and not spend. Yeah, because hey, listen, we're making it a fair league. We're definitely capping how much people can spend. Mm-hmm. Well, what about on the other side? No, no, no. Well, no. People spend what they want to spend. Slow down. It's just not a lot to spend more than this. Why don't you 89% over a four-year time span. 89%. Okay. Okay. The NFL as a whole must spend at least 95 Okay. There you go. That would not go. bad. That, Still got it. Not bad. Team right behind you has a bunch of running backs that just got hurt. The Seahawks. He'd be kind of perfect. Six point right six million there. Gina, nobody's talking about the Seahawks, huh? No, not at all. Not they were really. good last year. Seahawks they were. Right. They were a lot better than they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Gino Smith with a deep ball, oh. I believe, is in mm-hmm. Pac-Man's playoff song. They, they were number one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, offense, offense, right? Yeah, yeah. Gino's and back. no one expected yeah. them to be good. Everyone thought they were going to be garbage too. Gino's back. Draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. DK's back. DK's yeah. Corner, back. stud corner, yeah. rookie corner. They drafted. Yeah, Ty Witherspoon. They had four or five yeah. rookies that played a ton last year. Yeah. Probably going to be better. Was Tariq Willen? He yeah. was leading the league in yep. interceptions. Kobe Bryant. The yeah. two tackles. Okay. And Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Seahawks are back back. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about them. That place is electrifying. You know, it they is. say the Swifty quake took place. Oh, That's what they're saying. Really? They're saying a Swifty quake, almost similar to what Marshawn did with the beast quake, the sounds, mm-hmm. the uh, earthquaking that happened around the area oh. of the stadium uh, were similar during the Swifty uh, errors tour. Uh, I don't well, doubt it. Now, yeah. remember, that place is built for sound. It yeah, is. It is. I couldn't even imagine. What a concert sounds like. Oh. Family members of mine were actually there in Seattle. They said it was the loudest place they've ever been, ever. And they said good time? Great time, yes. Really? Because yeah. Taylor Swift concert's a good time. Yeah, bingo. And she's a true performer, goes out there for three and a half hours and puts on a show. Crushes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely crushes. Yeah. She is earning every single day. She's, she is she has launched another. She's still doing yeah, it. 2024. Yeah, 2024. Coming to Indianapolis like yep. three times. Thank you. Can't wait. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My wife's definitely going there. She's doing that. That whole uh, uh, man. I, I'm gonna have. To, we're gonna have to. Yeah, Lucas I mean, Oil. Probably. Well, you, well, you should get tonight. your suite for that, right? Yeah, but then you're just gonna have to pay for it. And Taylor Swift shit is like actually known for being it, hilariously yeah, expensive. Yeah, oh yeah, it might oh, yeah. be as expensive as paying for the entire suite for the football season yeah. for oh, yeah. one oh, night yeah. of Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Like bad seats were four grand or something, weren't they? Like they're crazy expensive. Bro, good for Taylor, man. Yeah, she's doing. Hey, absolute beast, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolute beast. Good for her. Congratulations. But I couldn't even imagine what a concert would sound like in there because I was in there for that one game uh, when the Niners played against the Seahawks, and you could actually like almost like this guy that was sitting lower left of us. I could almost like hear him yell there and then hear his exact yell again. Mm-hmm. On the, during warm-ups when there wasn't as much noise happening, that place is built yeah. to be an advantage. Yeah. Sweet. And they fucking take advantage of it up there. I wish that that was somewhere closer. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It is so far away. <laughs> Isn't it? It is, so, it, is. it is so far away. It, that's why I think it never gets talked about. And we do apologize. Out of sight, out of mind is kind of a thing, but it is so far away over there. And the, the place is obviously beautiful. You fly in there. It's, like, gorgeous to look yeah. at everything about it. Oh, yeah. But in that stadium, it's different there, AJ. I yeah. never got a chance to play there. It was my only time there. It was like, oh, this fucker is built for sound. I wish every stadium was built like that. But concert-wise, I don't know how that would – I don't know how that would – that would be so loud. It's loud in there. I had a chance to play um, twice there. That's why they call it the 12th man. And you don't realize it till you go in there. It is freaking fucking loud whoa, in whoa. there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. You know, um, 
One of the best games I played, though. Hell yeah. Pull my hamstring. <laughs> uh, just like the 40. Oh, no, yeah, out here. Yeah. Well, and it's tough to talk about them just because, like, two years ago, the Rams won the Super Bowl yeah. in the division. And then the last two NFC championships, the Rams, uh, yeah. excuse me, the Niners have been in yeah. there. So it's like they were unbelievable, but it's just tough when, you know, the division is really good. Oh, and Pete Carroll, I remember last year, he knew with Geno they were going to be good. Yep. Yeah. A lot of other people were talking about Drew Locke, maybe, or somebody being the. Um, Coming in and competing with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all, pretty much everybody was like, ah, Gino's our guy, Gino's our guy, Gino's our guy. And then whenever they get the win over Denver, I remember Pete was like, that one meant a lot to a lot of people that were here. Yeah. Because yep. at the time, there were some things being said about Russ in the front office at Seattle. We don't know what's true. We can assume. So. That's when it started, though. That's when the smoke started. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're not talking Tony Stewart. We're no, talking. No, 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 no. We're talking some real smoke. Real, real smoke. Canada three, smoke. Team three. Statements. Well, and with Hackett too, because remember it was on that final drive where like they kind of oh. didn't know what they were doing. He uh, didn't like or either use his timeouts too quick or whatever, and then they like ended up at Mc, yeah, McManus had to kick like a sixty-yard field goal to try to win it, and he just completely mismanaged the I think clock we broke in like down the last minute. Clock. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning, Ty, Ty did the whole time counted them. Yeah, get one here, get one here, Nate. Probably want to get one here. Get one. Get one here. Forty seconds roll off. Yeah. Hey, he makes that kick, though, all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. <laughs> Season's you know I mean? probably a lot different. And also head coach. I, I knew it. Yeah. I had faith in my guy. Mm-hmm. I knew yep. I seen him. That's an impossible kick. Very hard kick. Yeah. Would have been a legendary kick. Almost yeah. hit it. Um, inches. Yeah. By or whatever. But if that goes in, who knows what the thoughts about hacking. That's a miss. This guy has no idea what fucking football is. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and growing pains. Who's the growing? They had to hire. Remember, they hired a special teams guy from Baltimore to become going to be clock management. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Uh, oh, I He brought him in. What? How many games in, too? Did he bring him in? Yeah, it was after like four games. There were so many questions. Yeah, they kept screwing basically up. Basically the worst offense in the NFL. Yeah. And then Sean Payton just like, oh, you guys forgot about all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead and go look into it. All right. Next question about Russ. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Looking Worst coaching job ever. By far. In the history of the I NFL. Love that he did that. Love it. so AJ, I love it so much that he did. Honestly. Everybody yeah. we've talked to, everybody's like, you know, obviously came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that type of stuff. And the coaches aren't happy because coaches are, you know, hey, we have hard, our families are moving all over sure. the place. Our jobs are terrible, bro. Yeah. Okay. We're very, we love it. We're lucky to be here. But we are a small, select group of people. We cannot be turning our backs on each other. Like that, that is not something that can start happening or whatever. And then... You know, there's another half that's just like, Sean Payton's back in the NFL and don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. At all. Because yeah. there was a time where people were saying that no team was really that interested in Sean Payton. What? And Sean Payton went to his Twitter account and said, ah, that ain't true. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, any of these jobs pretty much that I wanted. <laughs> so I think Sean Payton's coming in with a moxie and a swagger like, yeah, the league missed me. So whenever he says something like, this fucking guy stinks. Yeah. <laughs> like the Love Sean it. Payton, like in my eyes, I'm like, here we go. You know, yeah. this guy's got Jays on. He's coming mm-hmm. back. He was on our show, Big fucking yep. holding court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was awesome. Yep. I'm like, yes. I'm, just like when Rex Ryan was in the NFL. Yep. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Love that we got Sean, one. Sean, you got to do another interview? Nah. 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 I'll fucking I'll stay here. We're yeah. Fine. Yeah. See, like, him, him <laughs> handling things the way he has handled them since coming back. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he apologized. I'm like, oh, no. That was a bummer. This is not good because maybe they're going to kind of hold him back. They're going to kind of hold him back, I think. Nah. I think he's going to be gunshot. Nah. No, no, he'll be fine because I th- remember, too, also where he had the uh, tweet 
when someone was like, it's it's almost Ursay esque, but when someone in the Denver you know area was like, Sean Payton hasn't filled half of his coaching spots. I don't know if anyone even wants to coach with Sean Payton anymore. And then he tweeted from his account like, No, not true. I, every spot's been filled. We just haven't really announced anything yet. Don't you worry one bit. And he probably thinks I think he actually <laughs> said, We'll let you know when we want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. He yeah. probably thinks like Ursay thinks though, right? Like. Carol, Bill, Reed, they're not saying anything on Twitter or whatsoever, but he is kind of the elder statesman that is still kind of connected with the social media aspect of the job because he took that year off to be an analyst. That's so interesting to think that Sean Payton's speaking for highlight coaches. You know, we're kind of sick of these fucking guys talking, (laughs) right? Kind of sick of it? Yeah. All right, I'll kind of handle this whole thing. I got it. Don't worry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Coach Hackett. I didn't mean – normally I'm talking about, you know, players and agents. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to talk shit about you there. I apologize. Hey, kind of – Do you take it back? No. Hackett's like, no, I got a press conference. (laughs) I'm a little little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed in you. I think it does fire up and rally a crew. You know, Hard Knock's coming next week, AJ. You think Aaron's giving anything? You think it's going to be a good episode? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be a great episode. Absolutely. He can't hide. He can't run. Like, he's going to – I think he, he's probably going to embrace it. I really do. Oh, in that world, we have some pretty breaking news in yeah. the uh, world of NFL. Here we go. There was a show that was released on Netflix that took over the entire world, became the number one show on Netflix for, like, seven straight days. Obviously, there's been drive to survive and mm-hmm. full swing. And what? Other sports documented in a very intimate fashion, in a beautiful fashion, learning about the player and the sport at the same damn time at the peaks of their profession. What? But when the NFL decided to dabble, we all knew it was going to be great, and it was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was spectacular. So as everybody was watching the first season of Quarterback on Netflix, binging it and finishing, everybody wondered, is there going to be a season two of Quarterback? Well, some people remember that on this particular program, Peyton Manning told us that season two has been picked up by Netflix before quarterback even debuted on Netflix. So we rolled that out. Breaking, breaking, breaking. Yep. Hell yeah. We shortly after are told, hey, can you delete that tweet? That is, you don't have to delete it out of the show, but like, we have not been greenlit for a season two just yet. Uh-oh. Oh, hey. we will. Hey, Gump, go ahead and delete that tweet. <laughs> Take that one down. I guess we don't want to put them in trouble. Then, obviously, they go number one for seven straight days. Here we go. Hey, it's definitely getting a season two. Even though the Peyton Manning announcement at that time was not real, it probably had become real about day one of them being on Netflix behind the scenes. So now it's breaking, breaking, breaking. It has been confirmed. And people just started saying, this person's on the show. This person's on the show. This person's on the show. Then the quarterbacks started coming out and saying, I will not be on quarterback. I am going to focus on football. I'm not worried about building my brand or my family's brand off the field. I'm focused on my team team we are getting word that some of the quarterbacks that came out and said uh openly and pined kind of against quarterback were not offered uh potential spots on quarterback oh hey. so there were some people potentially just kind of utilizing it as a potential mm-hmm. you know mm. hey we're not doing this yeah now with that being said we're also told that nobody will know who is on quarterback love that by design so any of the announcements of this person being on, this person being on, this person being on, not real, will not be legitimized until long, long, long from now. Yep. So the person that I talked to said, any of those th- announcements, not from us, not real, not from the people that are participating in it. So with that being said, feels like they're very comfortable, confident that they got some fucking good quarterbacks for this thing. I yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. 
Quarterback season two is going to be epic, I think. Yep. Absolutely. And this is going to become a new staple because there for a bit we were thinking that it was all negative news about the quarterback. Yes. Because everybody's like, no, this person said no, this person said no, this person said they wouldn't do it, this person said no. What? Like there was a lot of that coming out. And then players were talking, asked questions about it, and then people were turning it down, and it's like, whoa, 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 this is a really good thing. I, I hope this does become something that people like doing because Patrick won an MVP, and a Super Bowl in the first ever season, I thought it'd be easier for people to say yes. So whenever we heard all the negative news, we got worried. Turns out, worry no more. Fear yeah. not. Everything is good. Yeah. What's, Everything. The, what's the reason? Hopefully not Joe Burrow. Because I think they want to make it easier for the player. And We're going to know. How are you not going to know there's going to be cameras following these quarterbacks around? They have 53 other guys on the team and coaching staff. NFL Films is everywhere, bro. You know that. We know that. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying they're going to see – yeah, I'm just saying players are going to see them following a quarterback around. or what, it, I don't know. It but doesn't matter either way, the, but still, the team I'm glad they're doing it. They didn't know about it when they were filming the quarterbacks who did season one. Yeah, they were – yeah. And we it, never that heard. Is, it has been said, I believe, that, like, teams didn't know. Like, some people did. Some Some people knew. Like very high, yeah, high, high right. level, no. But like nobody else really knew. So they, they like everything is. That's yeah. Like I guess they're design. not really. Yeah, they don't show them a ton in the in facility it. like Hard Knocks. It's more game footage yeah. mic'd up and then at home. Okay. Home. Yeah, because NFL not films bad. would be in a locker room after yeah. a big game, right? Yep. right. Like where yeah. Kirk brought his kid. Yeah. Like NFL films would be in there. Exactly. That's like a very okay. kind of, you know what I mean? Makes sense. And so, there's yeah. not like screenshots of people like when Kirk's at a bookstore. It's not like we saw that. Last year, yeah. like, oh, someone's following Kirk Cousins for a documentary or but something. But even like if that. somebody is following him, we could easily say that's the team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, sure. that happens on a yeah. very regular basis, you know? Yeah, like, now yeah. people might just automatically assume if they yeah. saw someone out in public, like, oh, he's he's getting filmed for quarterback, but it's still very possible that it's just... For instance, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. instance Peyton was not in Green Bay for that. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, I think that is... Mm -hmm. I think that is also some potential news there. Well, and remember when Staley came to the office either last year or two years ago? I mean, they had a whole oh, like, yeah, all those teams get up. Like, it, it happens all the time to your point. I'm just happy to hear, though, that it's going to go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. It's going to go. Such a good show. I said, so you're say, don't tell us then, obviously. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yes, we're not telling anybody. Obviously. They like to say, like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are very much in a, I was like, I was going to try to ask, you know, I was going to try yep. to, to see, you know, if potentially we could find out who it is so we could ease our worries of, like, if it's going to be good or not right. next yeah. season. But they said no. And I said, oh, it's going to be good, though. He said, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Season one was good. That is so interesting, good. though, because they, they need to know by week one. Like, it started oh, yeah. with week one. It wasn't anything with the preseason or anything no. like that. But, like, if they don't have – and again, who, who knows? They may already have three people selected, but if they don't, like they have three weeks to to get the three guys that they're going to get. Well, good luck out there. We loved it. Hour three of this program starts right now. Football. Hawk. This. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I legit forgot that one. I did not do it on purpose. Son of a bitch. I'm trying to get back into it. Son of a bitch makes me almost want to quit because he won't do anything. Mm. Why didn't you do it? What's your deal? I legit forgot on that one. I really did. I get, it takes some time to get back into it. We've been gone for so long. We've been out of it. This is the fourth day. 
Well, fucking pick it up, yeah. AJ. Yeah. Football's here. Remind, I gotta make a note tomorrow. Okay, make a note. Yeah, football's here. Uh, you're supposed to do that yesterday. When you're watching it, yeah, we had a pre-show meeting during yesterday's show. We did. That mm-hmm. was a meeting. Yep. You're supposed to take notes tomorrow. in meetings. Yep. Right with your busted fingers tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> 2.05 to 2.20. Yep. There's a chance you're going to have to say football. Okay. Okay? With some enthusiasm. Yeah. 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 Like you... Like you like the sport. Not yeah. like a prick. <laughs> like you like the word that you're saying. Because it is a celebration, AJ. You know why? Because tonight we're going to be watching NFL logos on a football field. AJ, tonight we're going to get a chance to overreact to what we think we're going to see. Rookie, wide receiver who went undrafted, Brownlee, number 16, yep. who's yep. been making plays all over Jets training camp, will be playing tonight. Come on. Okay. Yes. We thought there was a chance he wasn't going to play, and we're like, damn, this guy went from undrafted rookie to not playing in the Hall of Fame game because they need him. That is Quote quickly and saying, no, he's an undrafted rookie. He will be playing in the Hall of Fame game. Okay, can't wait to watch him. Obviously, Strafolsky's going to say, we got stars tonight, AJ. Okay, so whenever 205 to 220 comes tomorrow, and there's a nice little thing that happens to zoom in, and then I say, right, nah, and then football. You'll be a part of it. You know, showcase okay. to the viewers and listeners. It's a team. It's a team. Come on. Team, I know. Team, I'll be team there. On Sometimes I forget. Team on three. One, two, three. Team. 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 I was up there, and I said to him. You, and you mocked it seemingly less than yesterday. We're getting yeah. better. Yeah, okay. nice. Here we go. Hey, 1% okay. better every day, right? That's what training camp is. I love camp's... being a part of a team. I love being a part of a team, guys. Hey, I'm here. That's what training camp's all about, too. It feels like you did get 1% better. Good and start. we're about to get a lot of percentage better whenever we come talking about the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not boots on the ground down there, because if they were, they'd be melted, because I assume it's about 175 degrees. Oh, my God. I, I saw a map on the morning show this morning, uh, the Today Show, the, uh, the uh, one of them on NBC. Mm-hmm. And the bottom, just like kind of... <laughs> Part of the country, just they might as well just spray painted it tomato red. Yeah, like this has been the summer down here. How many days over a hundred and all this type of stuff? So I couldn't even imagine what it's like down at Saints camp right now if they're even down there. But what we know is the most interesting man on earth is back in the NFL, back in a Saints uniform. How's he doing? How do the Saints look? How's Carr Uh as a Saint? Joining us now from New Orleans. Dot football. What? The NOF Network, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Underhill. Yeah! Nick, how you doing, pal? Doing all right. How you guys doing? Hey, great. Thank you so much for joining us. Are you in New Orleans right now? And is it just unbearably fucking hot all the time? Or what? what how are we? Oh, dude, camp fucking sucks. Like, it's just, it's so bad out there. Like, you're dizzy leaving the field. And I'm just standing and watching. Like, I can't imagine what the players are going through. Uh, they actually had to, like, start canceling some of the outdoor portions to go inside. So, like, on the fan days, they only get, like, 45 minutes to an hour. But it is extremely necessary. It is it is brutal out here. Yeah, what, that's why you guys were going to the Greenbrier, right, for a bit to try to hide from the heat a little bit during training camp. Why'd that stop? And do you expect something like that in the future? Because uh, they went seven and nine, three years in a row, and the uh, late oh. Tom Benson didn't <laughs> didn't want to pay for the expense for to get losing seasons. So <laughs> you gotta you gotta win games to get out of the heat. So, but yeah, I mean, look, they, they won a lot of games being back down here, but I would definitely welcome going back to the mountains and, and not being down here. That was a much better experience. Yeah, I can imagine selfishly you'd want to say, let's start talking about the team. I know the boys have their questions as well because we don't talk about the Saints often because the NFC South, to be honest, seemingly is being mocked by everybody. But if this Saints team can do their thing, not a bad year to have a run, especially with a lot of question marks around the division. Not that you have done on your, on your own roster, but we want to talk about Jimmy Graham, friend of the program. Mm. This guy, okay, in May, he was landing a U.S. Navy helicopter onto the back of a fucking pontoon. 
Okay, this is real deal. This is from his Twitter account. This was in May, I do believe. Landing a helicopter over mm -hmm. water with other humans in the helicopter. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, I understand that this seems like a pretty routine thing to do to a fucking helo pilot. This guy <laughs> is Jimmy Graham, an NFL tight end. So he's doing this. Obviously, about a month later. Okay, this is this year. This is just a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. this is a couple months ago. I know he's doing it. He's flipping planes in skies over residents neighborhoods. He's flying around, going bananas, filming it all for his Twitter account, and he's all by himself up there. This guy is like a licensed trick pilot. Yeah. Dog. He flies fighter jets. He literally flies helicopters. He's working and living on a sailboat because he wants to sail around the world, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. What? He's the most interesting human of all time, and he's back in the NFL after a very long time. How's he look? Is he going to make the team in... Uh, this is awesome, obviously, Nick. I assume everybody in New Orleans feels that way. Yeah, he actually flew himself in to sign his contract and everything, too. So, like, that's, <laughs> just, that's just how he's living for real. But he's looked okay. You know, when they first signed him, I wasn't expecting much. I kind of thought, you know, it was probably a long shot for him to make the team. And then he's out there, and he's making plays. I think he still has something to give them. Maybe short yardage situations, big targets, still makes contested catches. I think in the red zone, he can be a, a threat down there, too. I think he's obviously still kind of getting his legs back underneath him, but he's making some plays every single day. You just showed the one there where he kind of stretched out and caught the ball going to the sideline. There's moments when he kind of looks sort of like himself, but I think you do got to keep it in the context of, you know, he's about, what, 35 years old, was out of the league last year. It's going to take a little bit of time, I think, to maybe see him out there, but I, I think he's going to he's gonna probably make the team, maybe get 15, 20 stops a game in a very specialized role, yeah. and uh, he, he looks okay so far. Well, yeah, he's got to get his sea legs out. He's fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sue him. I mean, geez. Go ahead, AJ. I love to hear that, by the way. How about uh, Derek Carr? Obviously, he changed the scenery for him. How have the fans kind of taken to him, and how has he looked so far in camp? I mean, he, he looks good, but I think he's probably expected to look good in a very clean situation when there's not a pass rush or, or anything on him. I think what we're going to find out about him is, is you know, when there are those live bullets. But clean pocket, nobody really coming at him. I mean, he's completing every single pass. I mean, his arm looks great. He's settling in with, with the receivers. Him and Mike Thomas are still kind of trying to work to get on the same page. There's some, uh, you know, chirping from from Mike when the ball isn't exactly where he wants it. And then they, you know, they go back, they work on it, they re-rep it, and, and they're fixing that stuff. I think he's settling in How's Mike good. Thomas I mean, doing? On, on, just real quickly, he's play, he hasn't played like two years, right? He's looked good against everybody but Marshawn Lattimore. They've been against each other three times in team drills, no catches there. Marshawn's kind of winning those reps. Marshawn won two or three one-on-ones yesterday when they were on each other. But he looks he looks okay. I mean, I think it's – going to take him a little bit of time i thought last year he actually came back and kind of clicked a little bit quicker but i think he's getting there right now um you know he, he's still catching the slants the stuff over the middle looks good it's kind of the more like down the field but where there's still like a little bit of an adjustment period but i think he's gonna he's gonna contribute it's just a matter of like is he gonna be healthy in november december like it, he's gonna play he's gonna look okay we saw it the first three weeks of last year he was on his way there i just you know it's just a matter of can he stay on the field pac-man um, I got a lot of hell about talking about the Saints in the back end oh, of the defense. Um, <laughs> like I said, Lattimore had played like shit last year. Um, wasn't healthy. Jeez. Um, Here we go. My question is, is he back to being Lattimore that we know? And um, how does the secondary look? I, man, I, I thought that was a wild take, and I, I still do. I thought Marshawn was great last year. He, just had, he had the lacerated kidney. He missed a lot of games. But when he was out there – he was shutting people down. I, I think he's been playing better the last couple of years, really, since he has since his, his rookie year. And he's been locked in at practice, too. Uh, 
he's started to practice better too. Earlier in his career, I thought that he had some issues with that. They would be out there. Aaron Glenn would be kind of like chirping out at him about his effort. And, uh, you know, it, it was a thing. But, like, he comes in now. He's locked in. He's playing, I think, with more maturity. And, you know, every single rep is a good rep for him. You know, I, I, I just – you know, respectfully disagree. I think he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and every time he's on the field, I think we see it. No, nah, we love it. We love a good uh, respectful disagreement. Oh, yeah. They were coming for They were <laughs> oh, coming yeah. for Pac. They were loud. That was awesome. That's, you know, not saying that we kind of walk ourselves into those situations on a regular basis, but that was his first one. Yep. And it was awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I, I really, we, that shit's hilarious to us, you know, because, yeah. like, I appreciate, the, I appreciate the hell out of the who that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The who that, the... the they're at camp, right? Uh, Jameson Williams was talking about this. He was like, uh, no, uh, J- uh, running back. Running back Detroit now. Jamal. Oh, Jamal. Jamal, Jamal, sorry. Jamal, Williams. Jamal Williams, sorry. He just scores touchdowns. That's literally all that guy does is yep. just score touchdowns and electrify. He was talking about your bayonets. Uh, yeah, they're funnel cakes, okay? Yeah, beignet, yeah, you get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said the same thing I said there. The beignets, they're funnel cakes. I was like, oh, interesting way to kind of introduce yourself to a town because I know there's our love down there as they should be. And to his point, if they taste like funnel cakes, I fucking love them too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I absolutely love them too. But he said like these fans are passionate. They're out here. I don't know why they're out here. I think he was saying because of how hot it was out there. Like your fan base right now, expecting to win. What are expectations on the season for you guys realistically? And how many wins do you think the Saints have when it's all said and done? Yeah, I'd set the over under probably at like ten wins. And you know, Mike's healthy to get to ten. It's a, it's a weak division. You know, it, they got Derek Carr. I think the defense is going to be a little bit better. The pass rush is going to be a little bit better. Hopefully Dennis Allen kind of, you know, has figured some things out. One thing we're seeing out here, like last year, they were in the bottom of the league in motion, like by like 100 plays, like the next team ahead of them. This year you're seeing a lot more of that, and they're just being a little bit more creative. Taysom's being used in some ways that, that we didn't see uh, last year during camp. So it seems to be a little bit more cohesive. And, you know, I think they do have a chance at, at 10 wins just given the uh, division that they're in. But, you know, I think there's probably like a two-win variance on that either way, just depending on luck, health, all that stuff. So, yeah, I think the fans are expecting a lot more, though. Like, you know how it is this time of year, though. Every fan base right now thinks their team's going to win, you know, 15 games and and make the Super Bowl. And the Saints fans have definitely dialed themselves up to that uh, over the last couple of weeks. Hey, they deserve it. How hard it is, too. Why not? Last question here, because I think it goes to what you just said there about the offense. Yeah, Nick, any expectation in New Orleans as far as what Alvin Kamara is going to get? I know he met with Goodell yesterday or the day before, and that's still kind of up in the air. But are are they expecting to have him, you know, before September's over? Is this probably – you know, week five. I think like inside the building, it's kind of like, ah, oh, like probably two games, but I don't think it's going to be two games. I think he probably gets like four, maybe it feels it gets it down to three, something like that. I think that's probably more of a, a fair range. I think six is probably to the wayside now, now that he settled this case and meeting with Goodell can only help. Like Alvin's one of the smartest, most gregarious people in like the whole world. So getting in front of, front of Roger, maybe pleading his case, I think that's going to help him a little bit. I, I would guess probably end of September, early October, they do have a pretty strong running game, though. You mentioned Jamal Williams and the rookie, Kendra Miller. He's looked really good out here, too. So I think they'll be okay in the short term if Alvin misses some time. Hey, we appreciate you, man. This is reporter for New Orleans.Football, Nick Underhill. Appreciate no, you, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, me, guys. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, good detail down there. Mm-hmm. They do have the easiest schedule in the NFL. They do? Do they? they play I was a, looking at their schedule. Their the, first, like, six games look They nice. play the AFC South. They yep. play the NFC South. And they play the NFC North. So the AFC South is a dog fight. Sure. Yeah, well, for who? Sure, sure, sure. Well, what kind of dogs are fighting? Like <laughs> chihuahuas and wiener dogs? Or? Whoa. 
It's not the size of the dog in the fight. I agree. Right. It's the size of the no, it's big dogs, no. well, bro. Well, AFC South. The you size think this is, pal. Anthony Richardson's two hundred and fifty fucking pounds. Amen, okay? brother. Running a four four. I'm with doing backflips. Dalvin Cook coming to Indy. Yep. Welcome to AFC South. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> they're talking about him winning fucking MVP. Yeah, Jaguars are good. Doug Peterson are building yeah. a whole a town down there. Yeah. It was supposed to be Urban Meyer Town. Guess who it is now? What's that? Peterson Town. Mm-hmm. Peterson Town's <laughs> won a fucking Super Bowl before. Yeah. Yeah. And then don't even get me started on Houston. D'Amico Ryan's my play. <laughs> I agree. He yep. should. Might help him out. But with that being said. JJ's going in a ring of honor. And is Derrick Henry still Derrick Henry? Did you hear Vrabel? Vrabel's ass. How many fifth graders would it take to tackle Derrick Henry? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he said, a shit ton. A shit ton. I don't even know. if they. I think the better number is how many would die. Yep. That's the question yeah. he asked. Mm-hmm. That's what they're thinking down there. They're still playing bully ball. Of course. So the AFC South is as rugged and as tough mm-hmm. as they come well, in football. And it's tough. the North mm-hmm. don't cakewalk either. Yeah. You know, you think you're just going to fucking trample all over every team in the NFC North. I don't think so. Packers are still the Packers. I mean, people talk about the Lions winning the Super Bowl. MCDC will not lose the Saints, his former team. No chance. Boom. I mean, Kirk Cousins, America's sweetheart right now after quarterback. And then, yeah, we'll see the Bears. You know, Fields, they might, MVP. Fields might win the MVP this year. So, I, yeah. So, yeah. I Who's know. saying it's an easy schedule? Yeah, you tell me. Huh? Who? That does seem pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tight. Scrolling through it. Titans off the bat. Saints, Packers there, Patriots, Patriots, Saints. Yeah, that's a must win. The Patriots. Saints, Bears, Saints, Falcons. Yeah, I know every team is good, but this schedule does look nice for them. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say. Every team is good, but there's no Niners, there's no Eagles, there's no Cowboys, there's no AFC East, AFC North, AFC West. Yeah, hey. Man. You know, everybody's good in the NFL, everybody's getting paid. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. But. And, you know, it's hard to believe the hype because they're, they're trying to win, too. Yeah. You know, they made plays, and they're mm-hmm. paying a lot of people to come up with ideas to win. But that schedule looks like yeah. uh, create a so schedule. Like, yeah. Yeah. Saints, Saints might win 14 games this year. <laughs> Is that what they – did they recruit Derek Carr with that? Like, listen to our games, okay? <laughs> listen to our games. Look. This is what we got going on, dude. Play the Falcons six times next year. So right now, no Mahomes. <laughs> Falcons might be really good. They might. I meant to say the Texans, yeah. but you know, Falcons. Well, deal. Texans are going to be AFC South. Obviously, a big time problem. Mm. But like the whole thought of, um, like their win total is nine and a half. Yeah, same as the Jets. Like, their win total is nine and a half. Yeah. How about Kansas City only being 11 and a half? And that sounds so ridiculous to say that, but like people saying the Saints are going to win 10 games. Yeah. The reigning Super Bowl champions, who have Patrick Mahomes, the sports yeah. books are like 11 and a half. Yeah, two more than that. Like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? We just looked yeah. at the Saints' nine and a half schedule. Pull up the Jets' nine and a half schedule. Oh, man. It's absurd. And it's still way harder than the Saints, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, their first six weeks <laughs> is a murderer's row. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to find out real quick about the Jets and that O line. Yeah. yeah, how about Diana Rossi? Did you hear that, AJ? What'd she say about the line? She said there's real worry about the protection Six. of Aaron Rodgers. Still? Like right now even? That's yeah. what we said. We said, whoa, 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 I thought everybody was healthy. I thought we invested. Oh. She said, no, there's still real worry, I guess. Yeah. Here's the Jets' schedule. Buffalo, obviously, Monday night kicked things off. What a fucking epic evening that's going to be. Yep. Yeah. I think there's a chance we're in, in town over there. Really? Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty tough schedule right there to start off with. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. And Dallas. 
New England's going to be a dog fight. Kansas City's Kansas City. Denver, huh? Week five. Flex that yeah, thing. That's the one we've been talking about. Flex it now. Can they flex, it, can they flex that earlier or is it later in the year? Seven, I think. Week seven yeah. is when it starts. Uh, make a, make a, uh, I assume they'll be able to make Giants something. Yeah, game come on. Amazon won't just pay a shit ton to say, like, oh, we would like this we'll game. Take it. Boom. Oh, yeah. We got it. Or Sunday Night Football. Will that start to happen? I mean, why couldn't it? Five weeks in advance still? It should. You could still do that. Yeah. Players wouldn't mind going tonight, I don't think. Well, that's no. bo- it's both. Like, if they're 4, 5, and 0 oh, by the time they go to Philly, like, why wouldn't they do that with Philly, too? Just go back to back. I'm very excited to watch, like, how the NFL develops what days of the week. Yeah. You know, and I understand that there's still Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Fridays. Right. But. And Fridays are obviously a deal with, like, a high, high school football show. That's right. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. And then yeah. Saturday was allegedly a deal with, like, college football. Like, hey, you guys got Saturday, we got Sunday. But then we start, you know, later in the season, start having these Saturday games. And it's like, we can sprinkle on a Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. Bama, Mississippi State. I mean, they haven't, you know, Mississippi State hasn't scored a point on Bama in four years. And they're 7 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, on. like... Yeah, but like those games are good. But we could we could find we could find time to move to some other days. Sure, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We got we're going to go to eighteen games, two bye weeks. I assume at some point, mm-hmm. there's a way to kind of work with these a little bit. Yeah, yeah, more money for those primetime games too because you're making more money off the streaming rights. There we go. Here we go. Now we're doing business, and the guy that just tried to take more from uh, the government than. Uh, you know, you're supposed to. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's running the NFLPA? Wouldn't yep. appreciate all that. Here we'll we go. Happen. Absolutely. Hey, football's about to be very large, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's only growing, like, I think it's growing so quickly in Europe that the NFL is going to have to figure out how to keep yep. yeah, get them growth there. going. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, take advantage. Those teams. But also keep it going. Think yeah. about that in Germany. How many was it? How many motherfuckers were trying Isn't to get it? like two million? million? Yeah. Three million people were yeah, trying to buy million. tickets or something? Well, that's like... Taylor Swift? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually. Legit. Next year, it feels like they'll have four games there. It really, does. They don't care about the teams, do they? Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever games they put over there, they go. And I think it's because they're, like, trying to prove, like, hey, mm-hmm. if you build it, we will come. Yeah. Like, you the know? London guy. Yeah. Didn't the London guy say, like, uh, yeah, actually, hey, the London games. Yeah, yeah it is the London guy. Nigel. The, what's his name? Nigel. 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 What's Nigel. he do? Oh, he's a handicapper. What is he handicapped, though? Oh, you name it. Soccer, tennis, cricket. He likes NFL football, too. He does, doesn't he? He comes on our show every once he in a does. while. He does. Does he give us any winners? We ever, he's given us a bunch of winners, right? Oh, all he does is win. I think Wimbledon, every fucking pick he gave him. And what, what were you doing over there at Wimbledon a couple years ago, Nigel? Who were you hanging around, and what were you up to? Whenever well, he was you know, having a couple fucking pints with the, not not the queen, but I think it was like the fucking heiress of Heineken fortune, and maybe it was Stella. I don't quite remember. We had a couple pints, got a little banged up with it. It was a lot of fun. Also, that lady from Ted Lasso, <laughs> right? Or weren't you? Mm-hmm. Hey, she actually lives two flats down from me, just up the road. <laughs> He did tell us, though, that yeah. most of the people go to those games. Oh, they don't give a fuck about football. They get <laughs> fucked up and, you know, tea and crumpets before. And no, then Connor, what did he say? Then he said most of the people that are coming are from, are from Germany and that they're coming over and that oh, everyone's yeah. giving England the rub. But really, it's the Germans so, who are coming to England to watch the football. So Germany feels like a massive hub. And maybe we're just assuming that other countries will be the same, but it's like... With what's happening there and what's happening in Europe, mm-hmm. what's happening in like Australia, I think it's a ma- it's getting a massive bang there yes. because of the AFL guys coming over and playing in our league. We got a lot of Australians that have played in the NFL. It's yeah. like, who knows what this game's going to become? We're just along for the ride, saying stupid stuff in the microphones next to it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, Australia, I'd be fascinated to see what time they. Yeah, those, those games in Mexico City mm. are always massive too. Those yeah. are awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. big drones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those ones are awesome. What is it? Big rain, though, right? What, no. The air. The altitude is. There was yeah. a. And it's there tough was to a breathe. Concert and that field. smog, too. Yeah, it's terrible. How about how about us up at Tahoe? It's tough to breathe up there, too, pal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a little winded. You work out every morning. Were you winded as well? Yeah, man. Doesn't matter. Like, you can. Yeah. You go. You do anything there. You walk up a steady incline for two minutes. You can be breathing hard. You guys, Wim Hof? Tahoe got the best of me. We did Wim Hof in the morning. Ryan Hawk, uh. I don't know how to score it. I don't know if it was better than last year. No way. But it was certainly the same. <laughs> still, yeah, still you know, very He didn't good. lose it. He okay. didn't lose his fastball. <laughs> but it was it, – it, I had, like, memories of last year when I heard his first mm. boom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, mm, that go. was it. That was it. This year, though, I think his left leg, or maybe it was his right leg, <laughs> has gotten a little stronger. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, you can clearly hear the hand. Yep. Uh-huh. And then the hand <laughs> – and then the foot, the foot, you know what I mean? You could hear it alternating. One of them had a little bit more boom. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. One of them. So I think he needs to watch it because I think he was kind of swimming cockeyed there for a sure. bit. Oh, no. Because the one rudder in the back there was a little bit stronger. But what a specimen. I love that. Hey, your family's awesome. I, I mean, I haven't met your parents ever. I'm just assuming. But they, you got, yeah. Ryan's a sweet dude, sweet guy. Yeah, I got two two older brothers too. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Yeah, he was actually Ryan was doing can openers off the dock at like five forty five in the morning. That's what like I if they're not up now, I assume they will be soon because he was gaining multiple can openers. Like that was that was a sweet splash, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was awesome. I'm the only one to hear it. Well, yeah. the issue is though because he knew it was a sweet splash, but he couldn't see it. Yeah. So like he needed somebody to kind of hey, good one, right? Yep. Good. Yeah. Sounded good. Yeah. So you just kind of let him know he still got it with the can opener. I think. He couldn't do a pencil. It wasn't deep enough. No. But it was a lot higher than it was last year. Way it was, higher. It was way higher. Way higher. That, is that something? That's it depends on the salt, right? like snow melt. It depends on how much snow they uh, get, and then melts yeah. and goes oh, in the water. No. That nope. depends like the level. Not, no, more snow. We need snow right now. More yeah, snow is good. Okay. They had a bunch of snow this past winter. That's why the lake was hot. Which is great. Uh, yeah, all the, all the okay. California lakes are, are back to like normal height. Yeah. Okay. L- lakes ah, good water. for us. Yeah. Bad. Good for the earth. That's yes. a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Oceans, yeah. oceans higher bad. Lakes and ponds higher good. Yeah. Okay. Well, the water in Miami okay. is degrees, so good luck boiling. With that. All right, let's go to the phones, shall we? Jeez, Louise. They said ocean water. Ocean water legit was a hundred degrees. Yeah. yeah. It was a hot tub. That is a pretty good hot tub. One of two, some some people kind of dance with yep. every once in a while. Sweet. You'll be sweating in there. You'll be yeah. sweating in there. Hunter, though, you get triple digits. You're feeling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cold tub next yeah. to it, worthy. Have oh, you yeah. been – you cold tub every day of your life, AJ? No. I, I don't really ever cold tub. Huh. I, I cold Missing shower. I'll finish, I finish my showers cold, but yeah. Me as well. Nice, refreshing little 30 seconds or whatever. We've got yeah. a little ice barrel we set up out here. I'm, I'm, I'm going all in with the cold tubs. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the automated you know the one that does it all and you don't have to mess with it and don't put ice in it. Yeah, you, they say you don't have to mess with it, but I think the setup is quite intense. Yeah. Well, they'll come set it up for you, and once it's set up, it's good. You just set the temperature and you go, and it has a filtration system, and just don't get in there with a bunch of you know don't be all sweaty and jump in there and get your body oils all. Yeah, yeah got to rinse yourself off. That was a rule yeah. already. Yeah, we'll that's already rule oh, number good. one for everything. You know, good. because it affects literally everything and everybody else. So yeah. let's go ahead and be yep. friends here. But like, you know. The whole, I know me, I got to put that in a place where I'm going to see it. You know yep. what I mean? So, like, yeah. if I don't see that, no shot. Nope. Yeah, it's out. That thing, you might as well just, yeah. I literally just lit the money that I invested in that on fire. Yep. Yeah. So, putting it in the right spot, how do you go about doing it? They'll come set it up for you. It's like, 
All right, Sam, this is what I'm thinking. Right in the middle of the bedroom. Right in the kitchen. Right here we go. It has to be somewhere right there where you can, like, wake up or do whatever you want to do. Yep, here we go. Bam. So it's not a thing. Like, hey, I got to go to the basement. I got to do all this. I don't need me to be able to make any more excuses. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If that thing is staring at me, I'll do it. If it's not, boy, I've been with me a long time. That fucker ain't making its way into the life. <laughs> Not happening. And that is a shame because I've heard it's good for you. Yeah. Everybody very, says yeah. it's very oh, yeah. good I know for you. AQ just got one of those ones that cleans itself and stuff. See, AQ oh. goes, he goes out to the He's shipyard. got in the shipyard. Yeah. He right goes next out to, to his, uh, It's right next to his sauna. Yeah, he yeah. goes out to He's one of those like super. He's got the whole thing. Yeah. thing guy. He's you, training fucking NFL guys. He's skinny. Yeah, he is. His calves, though. Yeah, he's still diesel. Big enough for Giuliani. Yep. He claim them. That's right. Okay. What was going on? I only read some of those things. I didn't hear them. Boys are my calves, is what he said. Yeah. Boy, I, I, I love claim those, those calves. calves. Yeah. I claim those calves. Mm-hmm. He had some good comments about being Italian, which I was like, yeah, that just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he the one that <laughs> He's not perverted. That's crazy was that that that's him? it's crazy no, that no. that's the only part you really saw it though. Yeah. Uh, Anthony DiGiulio only what sees did he say one about Italians. He said uh, we th- keep using our penises. So uh, he did say that. Allegedly. Oh. I don't know. Hey Cuomo. I don't know what happened. Did he really say we keep using our penises? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was in reference to, but well, he did say that. So he what, had what, some what? unkind things to say about Matt Damon too. He that did. Was He's cool. not a fan of Matt Whoa. Damon. What'd he say? So what happened? What did Matt do? Hold on though, just so we can kinda people that maybe didn't see this who don't yeah i only saw a brief i I read a headline that's all i saw me as well and then obviously i did learn more this morning as the boys (laughs) were taking turns saying their favorite parts of this (laughs) entire thing and by favorite they mean most ridiculous of course Mm -hmm. so allegedly one of his assistants or something like that yeah an aide or something somebody that's around him on a regular basis wore a wire and just recorded them Mm -hmm. and then now it's getting transcripted boy oh boy and i'm sure there's going to be dramatic readings and stuff Everything like that. Some of the things. How long like, did she wear a wire? And who did she do it just on her own? Or he's like put her up fifteen there? minute run. And not they got, that long. They got a lot of good stuff. Not that long. First Allegedly, he said, "Hey, let me see those tits." Yeah, <laughs> those are my tits what? now. <laughs> That's what he yep. said. Let's That's go to the phones for shoot, brother. He actually said this. This yeah. is not yeah. mere yeah. reporting yeah. news yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Verbatim. Allegedly, in this recording, in 1972 or right now? Oh, I don't know what the year was. Three days ago, probably. No, that we don't know when it is, but also like. um he will say, right, that this was an impersonator. AI. Yeah. Yeah. AI. Yeah. AI. It's yeah. an AI voice. That's not me. It had to be AI. Is that what you do? So allegedly Just an impersonator. That's what he, that would be his, if it's an audio <laughs> no recording, way. that's what his answer would be, right? That's not me. What are you talking about? Anyway, they get impersonators, they get AI yeah, doing this. Yeah. 29th, it's from 2019. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's either okay. Good year. That was a good year. But that, that hit it the just internet. came out? Yeah, that hit the internet last night. Anytime you see old Giuliani trending. <laughs> On Twitter and now X. Yep. Yeah. Something's coming. Well, you've, I mean, you've been in the bathroom. I was going to say, at Yankee Stadium, I couldn't help but notice he was staring at every pair of jugs that walked by (laughs) down beneath in the bowels there. So when I saw this, I was like, yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. We are not saying this is good. No, not at all. This is not good. That is why it is news. But we also can't just let it fly. You know no, what I mean? You can't have it. Well, in what year, too? 2019 is what this was. (laughs) So that's when you guys were at Yankee Stadium. So yeah. that could have been – this could have been at Yankee Stadium when you been. guys were there. I don't know, but when I did see him, he literally said – I mean, it's out there. It's not, we're not making this up. No. no. Right. Let's go to the fronts. People are going to think we made it something like Miles Teller did, and now we're friends with Miles Teller. Yeah, I'm right. thankful. That we're, I'm a big fan of Miles Teller. Absolutely. He's an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. Good dude, too. He should be Lizzo. Huh? What? 
They should have like a little meeting, him and Lizzo, Giuliani. Hmm, that's actually. Zay, I don't know how you tied those two together. <laughs> but I the hot dogs they be putting each other. No, nah, listen, Zay, I, I, we don't want to be a part of that. We don't want to be a part of that, you know, that type of conversation. But I will but. say, Lizzo's people are not happy. No, though. they're not. No, they're not. Lizzo is in some stuff right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. She gave a response, though, and said, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, not me. I don't want to have yeah. to answer everything that's ever said about me, but this is unbelievable. I'll tell you what. I don't know how it's all going to pan out, and I assume there's the truth in the middle somewhere. But the dance captain, <laughs> the things that are being said yeah. about, mm-hmm. she did not expect this when she signed yeah. up for the job. No. No way. Not a chance. We're learning a lot about her. Mm-hmm. God Wait, bless her. Of course. Yeah. God yeah. bless God her. Bless. Right. Yeah. But boy, she's got some yeah. hazing. Some hazing was going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of. She wouldn't describe she, it that way. No. Let's go to some phones. Let's go to some phones here. Let's, uh, okay. Hey, we hope everybody figures it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whole new meaning of banana yep. split. Yeah, there was a show, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. banana Sid, actually. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> That's quick. Very. You got to be sitting on that one for a while. I wish I was. I would have said it 10 minutes ago if I was. No, you. Hey. I think the time the timing was just right. Okay. Let's go to Charles in Montana. What a state. What a state. What a state. What's going on, Charles, on the phone line? Oh, we got to get that. Yeah. That has to change. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Actually. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Rest oh. in peace, five hour energy. Pat, Pat, man, well, boys. First time, long time. They might be back. Okay. They might be back. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in like a purgatory. Door's still mm-hmm. open, though. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's good. So not resting. Yeah. But maybe. But you yeah. sure know. Nap in peace. Yeah, we don't know. Anyway, sorry, Charles. I appreciate the hell of you calling our artist formerly known as right. the 5 RNG phone line. Yeah. You're out of Montana, a state that is fantastic. It was an honor to be inside of it last year. What a place, what a town, what a time. What do you want to talk about, brother? Yeah, we were glad to have you. First, AJ, we need you to get your shit together, brother. Football is here, and we need you with the boys after the break. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Charles. Here, here. Here, here, here Charles. Track. That's the first thing. I can't wait to hear what's next. <laughs> Pat, I got an idea to keep the NFL from using the XFL kickoff rules. Okay. Last Maybe. year, NFL claimed to find concussions out of nowhere, right? The, the special teams coordinators watched the film. They couldn't even find all the concussions that the NFL was claiming. And with the protocols these days, a guy can, my understanding is, a guy can self-report a concussion on a Tuesday and still clear the protocol before the next game. So if the NFL is going to claim to be so worried with the numbers and play funny business with how many concussions there are, who's to say that maybe the new XFL rules come into place and the reported concussion numbers get even higher? And we don't stand for the NFL playing funny business with them. Yeah, you know, I'm sick of the funny business. Hey, Charles, thank you, pal. Sick of the funny business. Yeah, it's all baloney. But I do appreciate what he's saying. And what he's saying is like, hey, you should point out like other examples of things that are much worse for the game that aren't being attacked uh, instead of the kickoff. And I agree. And we will certainly add that to the list. Uh But the NFL is seemingly don't care. They seemingly don't care. Like the grass thing has been very open from the players that are actually playing. And the coaches that are playing, and retired players that are playing, what? and the NFL is like, we hear you, but wait until you hear what we're doing for you in this part. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, dude, the grat, like, hey, our <laughs> joints, bro, all of them, like, Kill. you ever see these old fuckers walk? They're, ah, yeah. huh, huh, mm-hmm. huh, yeah, huh? They don't mind, they're okay, but we could stop that maybe with a little softer thing. And we're like, we actually feel it, 
and we have the ability to put grass everywhere. You guys have them. Let's just do that. And it's cool and it's better for everything. They're like, okay, okay. We'll write down. Mm-hmm. Listen to this shit, though. What? So there's kickoffs. You know what we're talking about? <laughs> People running down there and then they hit each other. And we don't know what stat it is completely, but there's more concussion. We're going to change that for you. The grass. No, the no. kickoff first. First. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. Hold on. Let us save your life with the kickoff first before we get to grass. Wow. I don't know why it seems to be an attack on kickoffs and on special teams. I guess because in their mind, it is not what the, it, it's the easiest thing to change to kind of cover their ass saying they're changing things without it, I guess, in their eyes, grossly affecting the outcome of the game or the excitement of the game. And it's like, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong in all that of what the sport is, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think they're wrong as well, but they know too, if there's an aspect of football that casual fans know the least about, it's special teams, most likely. So they can take it, they can change things and people might not notice or might not care as much. But I, mean, I don't know. I just don't – like you said, if you walk into a stadium and you see them lined up for a kickoff, you instantly think, like, what What are we doing? Oh, this I'm is at, not I'm at the state fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a yeah. state fair. Right? You think? Are they but it's be- the running hits. Obviously, they're going to say, hey, no, it's the we, – both of them, you know, you're running a 40, 50-yard head start. It's those running collisions that they want to find a way to limit as much as you possibly can. But – how far do you go until it's not football? Well, and I think Andy Reid said, like, if they're willing to just change this with all of us saying no, right. like, what else will they just Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole, hey, that crackback block, not allowed anymore. Uh, hey, that uh, drag, hip drag tackle, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll be suspended and fined, like, 150000 you do that. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Hold on one second here. Are we just going to completely change the sport that is beloved by everybody because some people that don't love it somehow or maybe don't want to see it have such dominant things say that this needs to change and this needs to change? Who really who really matters in the deciding factor of what football is and who doesn't, you know? Because these people are always going to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they shouldn't be the ones driving the decision-making in this, you know? Changes. Like, don't lose the people that care over people that are just trying to seemingly – piece it apart yeah. pick it apart you know what I mean like I think I think that's something that I think we're all probably pretty scared of too with the NFL whenever you see certain rules start happening yeah and you just yeah. have to hope that uh it's uh, you don't want to say a disaster this year with the new rules but that it's just like enough people or there's enough of a groundswell that's like hey this is bullshit mm-hmm. like we don't want we don't want this to be part of the NFL moving forward that kind of forces them to be like all right, this this was a complete misfire. We need to figure out something else. I was going to say, whenever I'm sorry, Pac-Man, and you are a person that certainly should be talking about this subject. But whenever Florio said they're going to be taking um, like suggestions, I'm like, all right, put that thing back on a thirty. Let the guys run ten yards. Let's just take it back. Yeah, yeah. let's just yeah. Do, let's just do kickoffs again. You know what I mean? Right? Put the wedges, put the wedge back in. Let's just do them. You know, you can get rid of the four man wedge, three man wedge, and have every single one of them say, "Do you know what you're signing up for?" Yeah. Every single yeah. game waiver. If that's what it's going to take or whatever, it's like, let's just do it. You know, because if you hate it, you hated it before. You hate it now. We might as well at least do the one that's exciting to watch. Yeah. As opposed to the one that isn't. And I don't know. I just don't think we should change the main thing of the game. Like, all right, we just put in the kickoff rule. Would it go to the 25-yard line now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about changing the whole outlook of the game. I thought we changed this part to see if this this helped the concussion part. Now we're talking about putting the guys right here 
and don't <laughs> fucking run to the ball is kick um, like we we're playing high school football. Who's who's doing the? Are they gonna have maybe like Vin Diesel up there with like a green flag? Okay, now oh, we're talking. Like when the kickoff's yeah. allowed to go, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, what I mean? that'd be uh, sweet. Will they, well, they have one of those NHRA trees, mm-hmm. you know, with like the. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that whole thing. Are they yeah. just gonna have one of those trees? Who? How does that even? I mean, we could have watched the XFL, and we apologize. We did not. We won't next year. Yeah, for sure. We, for sure. Absolutely. we absolutely will next year. That's yep. on us. We apologize. Yep. We will watch next year more because we like more football. Happy Hall of Fame football is here, but how do they start? Do they blow a whistle? I believe uh, it is when the guy uh, catches it, then either a whistle or is blown or something. Do, and then oh, so they got to look back when he catches it. Boom, turn around, block this guy. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. so. Or there is a ref that like signals that the uh, kickoff team can start to go. Um, NFL guys, you know how many people are going to jump that? Yeah. yeah. And then what? Is it re-kick? What is it? Re-kick? Yeah, penalty? Five-yard penalty. Like that, that's why it's Get so Get the dumb. fuck out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, XFL, you might need it because you don't have as good of players or as much depth in special teams. So, like... Yeah. You might need it in that particular yeah. world. But, like, in the NFL, you got some, like, world-class yeah. athletes showcasing some world-class skill. And it's also setting the tone. Everything is just football. It's football. Every football person that you hear says, why are we doing it? But I guess it's gaining steam. Florio's uh, tweeting about it. Son of a... What else did Florio tweet about? Florio uh, tweeted about something else. That got oh, people. the uh, something, Guardian, something Guardian Caps during the real game. AJ, oh your, thoughts, your thoughts on the Guardian Caps making appearances on Sundays, Mondays, and well, Thursdays? Well, right. To Florio's defense, from what I read, he's not like a proponent saying this should happen, but he's saying if the NFL, if they claim these guardian caps help that much, then why wouldn't they have them well, use them in the game, it. right? Yeah, well. Why don't they just make a helmet with them then instead of putting them on the. the and then our helmet's going to be night, like the. You know, what, how big is that helmet going to be? Astronaut. What if you just got a big-ass bobblehead on? You know what I mean? Just wait, real. Wait, wait, yeah, like the big well. cap. And there will be people that have noggins like this guy that will use it as a weapon. And yep. there will be other people that won't be able to figure it out. And all of a sudden, we got a, we got an Ohio fuck wielding a weapon yeah. on every single field. Yeah, we got to worry about that type of stuff. But aren't they building uh, position-specific helmets already? Yes, yeah. they are. Like Quarterback wh- ones. Quarterback one's going to have like a little ET looking mm-hmm. yeah, thing, right? Back, yep. Like Tight end, DN, we already know, Bosa and Kittle. They both had them this year. Running backs have those ones that uh, yep. were like that very Tony Pollard had. Yeah, Zeke, Zeke and Tony Pollard, yeah. Very interestingly yeah. built. So I think they're going to go that way instead of Guardians because there's a lot of dollars, obviously, on those. Bingo, oh, yeah. A lot of dollars on helmets selling them and. Yeah. Everything like that. So I don't I don't know about that, but I thought he was only doing that because somebody told him that was in a position of power potentially that it was being discussed. That's how I'm kind of taking everything that Florio puts out. Yep. Florio is saying this because he's been told by somebody this mm-hmm. is potentially happening. Yeah. So that's what worries me. Yeah. yeah. That's so, whenever, problem. so whenever we say Florio, don't tweet, that's us saying don't yeah. tell us anything. That's what we're and he's, and yeah. he's and he's in Kent right now with probably a lot of high ranking NFL fans. I'm not worried about yeah. that one. I wouldn't worry about the Guardian caps. There's that. There's money involved. You can't take like the helmet. It's, it, yeah. You can't have it looking like that on the NFL, like in a real game. Safe? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Can't look safe. I don't care about the safe. I mean, players. stupid or stupid. I don't know. I mean, yeah. If you if you don't if you don't you know what the most healthy thing for these guys probably if they don't play football they don't hit each other. There you well, go. that would certainly be a very healthy option. You know, which yeah. seemingly is never presented for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Somehow yeah. that is not an option for some people. And then they get really mad. But this all happens because the lawsuits and the horrific things that were happening to retired players. Like, I think there's a way to manage that 
in a human aspect way, yeah. as opposed to just fundamentally changing Isn't the it? game yeah. to change all that. You well, know, like I think we have advancements in. It's stuff. already done so much though. Like if you watch clips from. 10, 12 years ago, there's hits every play where you're like, oh, that guy's getting – he's kicked out of the game. Oh, there's yeah. a horse collar. There's head-to-head. Like, it happens all the time. So they've already done a good job of cleaning a lot of that stuff up. So you barely can touch them now. <laughs> yeah, we well. just saw it with Revis, though. Revis's first <laughs> highlight in that top 10 is him knocking a guy out and Levante David getting an interception. Like, it has changed that much in seven or ten years, whatever the hell it was. It was into the break and out of the break. Uh-huh. The big hit that just happened before yeah. it. In slow motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, night, night, floating uh-huh. lifelessly through the sky <laughs> yeah. down to the ground. And it was like, more of that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> On the other side. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, James Harrison, if you do that, we'll find you a million bucks. <laughs> He's like, what are you, yep, he's won the defensive about. player of the year. <laughs> but the NFL Vontaze will say, perfect. you've seen all these rules. Yep. Vontez used to hit people in practice yep. the same way. I guess he used to hit people in public. And publicly, yeah. he hit somebody and changed them forever. Yeah. You know? So but yeah. you got to realize, when he first came into the league, it wasn't, we wasn't, we could hit like that. And then they paid him all this money and tell him, hey, you got to switch up the whole way you play. Yeah. So, like, AJ was the same way. Yeah. You know, AJ talks about, hey, I'm taking this thing right to your Adam's apple, right? Not your chin. Yep. I wouldn't do that. No. no. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't do that. But he's talking about his forehead here. So the rest of his head, you know, if it, it hits the Adam's apple, you know, the whole I'm not aiming for that. I'm never aiming for that. No one's No, no, yeah, that. you're aiming Adam's apple. Right? Adam's apple. No, nah, lower. Lower than that. Chess. Sometimes the crown of your helmet could hit an Adam's apple. <laughs> so the back end's hitting... Jaw. Jaw, for sure. Okay. But that was just like taught, right? Yeah. Helmet to chin. Helmet to ball. Ear cool. hole. Ear hole was taught all the time. Yeah, hey, you got an ear hole, that dude. Blind side. Yeah. 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 Hey, you need an ear hole. What's that mean? That's oh. a technique. That's absolute technique that was taught. <laughs> so he's not going to look at you, right? He's not even know you're coming, so he's looking the other way. So you smash. You got a target. It's the ear hole there. You'll see it. And he doesn't know. He <laughs> yeah. thinks somebody else has hit him. And guess what you got? Wide open. Yeah. Green light. <laughs> night, Boom. night. Yeah. Put him out. Crush him. Hey, he's a really good player, too. Yeah, bingo, bingo, put his ass down. (laughs) Cut off the head. Slow slow him down. Right. (laughs) Jesus. Look where it's at now. And the NFL will say we're only growing because of our rules changing. That's what I don't get too, though. It's like, yeah, I understand they're trying to make it safer and they can, you know, grandstand on that that and do whatever. But you can't – no one in the NFL is going into a game and be like, I – no idea I could get hurt right. playing today. So what was like, that one? There was that one lawsuit <laughs> that happened. What was it? It was a bunch of players. And uh, then the movie uh, Concussion came out. Yeah. And then there was like more stories coming out. And it was like a full-on PR. Against. Hey, these guys were kind of taken advantage of. And I think at one time they definitely were. Because guys probably had no idea what was happening. Definitely not. Who knows if science I don't know. Science. And they were taking. They weren't letting them get better. I think part of it too was they were trying to get benefits for their their brain injuries, and some a lot of guys were getting turned down and weren't getting disability and weren't getting things for that. So yeah, so like definitely some fucked up situations happened, you know. So that brings lawsuit. Yeah. That brings a lot of eyes, especially because mm-hmm. the NFL it's involved in it. Mm-hmm. It's former players, and then there was a lot of talking about them not caring about former players and everything like that. And there's still an outstanding insurance issue. Yeah. That needs to get figured out in 2023. Yes. With the amount of billions of dollars that are being negotiated, that is not a good look in this particular conversation. They're talking about like concussions and everything. How about we just get fucking vets insurance? You know what I mean? Like that would help out a lot. And I think the the big thing was uh, the black players wasn't getting the same uh, 
I guess, scores as there was something play. on that. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah right. Like, there was like uh, the baseline or like something. How they prepared. He grew up in the hood. He was already stressed out or some shit. It, it was. But, um, yeah, went through a whole lawsuit, and they end up— Hold on, hold on, around. hold on. So whenever they were trying to go get the benefits for the brain injuries, they get tested, right? Right. So guys have to go get tested by a couple different brain doctors. Yep. I've had a couple friends that have had to do this, and then the NFL decides whether or not the level of injury through these doctors' diagnosis, right. and that is what sets you up to either get benefits or paid for or something like that or nothing at all pretty Boom. much. So when they was doing the lawsuit, they went back and looked at all these studies and stuff, and they asked one of the doctors, They and said, it was said that— uh, where well, the NFL told us to base these guys on this because of they racing whatever they've been through and base these guys on this and it it, it came out. Um, oh my God! Yeah. I didn't even know there was a racial yeah. element to it. So you yeah. had that in there with the not taking care of your players, yeah. even more so with that whole thing. You could see why the NFL was like, "Hey, we made a massive fuck up in this particular department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's never do that again." Probably bad business is how yeah. they feel. That I didn't know that happened. Yeah. I don't remember that. AJ, you said you remember that with like a point system or something like that. I don't. Yeah, something how they yeah different players and different backgrounds. Some guys will get graded differently, or they say like their baseline was different. Like, this sounds awful. No, like brain doctors are doing that? Yeah, that's absurd. Think about that. That's just it's like terrible. what happened down in um, in Miami with Tua. Oh, yeah. Yes, with that yeah. brain doctor. Who, yeah. who got booted. Oh. He, he got booted, but they've never come out and said he did anything completely wrong. They no. just said that because of the scene or because of what happened, they had to get rid of him. But then the player side were like, this. there was like a ledge that this guy wasn't doing a protocol. Yeah. yeah. He was doing his own shit pretty much. Right. The yeah. unk or the yeah, the neurological consultant. The I forget what the un- was. I, unaffiliated? Unaffiliated neuro neurological yeah. consultant. Yeah, I remember the one down in Miami like yes. got like was running his own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his own shit wasn't yeah. sticking to the protocol, so they had to get rid of him. <laughs> it's like even these high end people you're hearing with this whole thing, yeah. like these people that you're like are supposed to just like trust and respect. Like they're gettable, you know. Yeah, yeah. these people yeah. are gettable. You know, we got to remember that type of stuff. Real deal, real deal with life. Yeah. Whole. Nick and Darius sent some stuff in. They were there was race norming in the dementia testing, which assumed that black people had a lower cognitive baseline score, making it harder for them to show Jeez. mental decline, declines linked to football. So this is brain doctors <clears throat> that were instituting this at the uh, NFL. Yep. Jesus. Jesus. Like, and so some guys would get denied disability yeah. and stuff because of this. Yeah. How did they find out? I'm glad they did. Yeah, that's nuts. Like yeah, who no who dug shit. in and figured this out? Oh, some somebody don't 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 gave away something. Yeah, some whistleblower. Yeah, it's, it's a whistleblower. Billion dollars. Sixteen or an eight. It was yeah. mic'd yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. just right. saw something like, "Hey, did you guys know?" And then she said something, or he said something, and they were like, "What? No, we didn't know that." Oh yeah, yeah, we've done it for years. Forever. Look it up. Look it up. And then somebody just starts. Mm-hmm. You're like, Holy shit. That's wild yeah. to think about. So that's why the concussion stuff all came back. Is yeah. but that's why it's it, all lawsuits. That they don't want to get sued 20, 30 years down the road either for something out. Like if they could show that you're reckless, I don't know how they work it out. Well, the the unks that would be a perfect thing that would be in some sort of situation like that. Where if it was the neurological consultant, like hey, if it's a quarterback and you know they're on a good team. Maybe be a little loose with yeah. what we're thinking as far as concussion. What if the brain doctor had a bet on? Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> that was a one-score game. Get your ass back yeah. in there. Yeah. Hey, right? Yeah. Bang. <laughs> good. good. All right. Yep. The he did the whole thing. Yeah, he's good. I'm a doctor. Fuck one school. So because of the lawsuit, there were 646 black men who went back and retested, and half of them got 
tests and qualified for dementia and for Jeez. Uh, payment out. Damn. It's a lot. Damn. Yeah. What a life changer, by the way, for them after they yeah. end up getting that uh, for the better, obviously. And their families are probably very thankful for that. And hopefully the NFL will be able to figure out how never to do that again. Mm-hmm. That seems like something that is very dumb, mismanaged, stupid, out of line. What? And a reason for why they are so adamant about the concussion thing being their number one priority forever. Because yeah. that's a massive fuck up Huge. across the board over there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. it does. So we would like mm-hmm. we would like grass, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, put that grass. It says they pay out more Good dementia luck. each year than any other type of injury. So that's probably why they were pretty worried. They're not doing grass. Oh, so money at yep. on the old yeah. Excel sheet. Yep. Yeah. A lot of money. Because remember, Goodell reminded the owners, hey, you're paying $200 million dollars. To fired coaches. Yep. Okay, you guys? So let's... Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Let's go ahead and tighten, tighten that up. up. Mm-hmm. So they go through that spreadsheet, and they're like, hey, a lot of money out here on the back end for this dementia brain stuff. Yeah. And then they're all like, all right, future earnings, money in, money out. We need to... Better fucking cut off this kickoff. Money in, money in. Yeah, if yeah. we get rid of the kickoff, we don't have to, this thing cuts into like a third, probably. Okay. Think about that. Think about what you could do, Jerry, with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, get rid of the fucking kickoff. Yeah. Now. Put the XFL kickoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let them know. We don't care. That's all it is, huh? Sounds like it. Probably. Usually the uh, main reason. <laughs> That's a shame, isn't it? Don't do that. It's a real shame. Hey, don't do that. League's good. We're yeah. climbing. Come on. Come on. Money in's money in. That's right. right. That's what they say. Uh, we're not all that. That's yeah. David Coonan. You're right. You're right. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Alden in Florida. What's going on, Alden? Hey, boys, how you doing? Keep it moving. Hey, I wanted to talk about, you know, that there will be absolutely no dogfight in the AFC South. There's going to be a bully beatdown by the European champions, a.k.a. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, don't want to hear it. Are you in Duval? Or are you just a big Jags fan? Uh, I'm just a big Jags fan. I'm in St. Pete. You know, Tampa, fuck Tampa. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Bo- I mean, right, yeah, he could be Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask right now in the middle of a heated battle. Who yeah. knows who's going to be leading the boys over there? They got some weapons still. Everybody forgets about that. No longer Tom Brady, who's now owning a soccer team yeah. overseas yeah. for his 46th birthday. Mm-hmm. But I, I appreciate what you're saying about Jacksonville. There's a chance. There's a chance Jacksonville does what Jacksonville does. Yeah. Definitely. But let's talk about Tom Brady real quick. 46th birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday Tom. Tom. Looking younger than ever, fresher than ever. Who knows what he's up to in his personal life. Hope he's happy. What we do know is he just bought a soccer team. Yeah. yeah. So J.J. Watt now owns uh, a portion or all of Burnley FC that mm-hmm. just got activated up to the Premier League. And Tom, uh, he bought the team that is known Birmingham as- City. Birmingham yeah. City. Hell yeah. Let's go. Hell yeah. This team right here. Good. Yeah. When they get Tom in the building. We were talking about this yeah. when Tom became a free agent for the first time. Yep. <laughs> you want Tom in your building because when Tom gets in your building, all of a sudden everybody else is good because they don't want to be the reason. The chef gets better. The equipment room gets better. What? The trainers get what? better. What? Because they know that they got a guy that can lead them to the promised land. Mm-hmm. So just by osmosis, you bring in greatness. Greatness usually permeates the building. That's right. Yeah. It makes everybody better. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work with soccer. Though. I heard this team stinks. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I heard. What league are they in? Who do they play? They're not in the Premier League. I think they're in the one right below it. Oh, but they can the get caught up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they can win their way in just like Burnley like, just uh, did. Get promoted. Is that Reynolds? Reynolds? Wrexham FC. Yeah. But they're still two below, I think. 
They got a long way to go, but yeah. they got a good coach. They they trust in the climb. And I think Burnley's going to be real good, too. I think they're going to be a team. I assume so. Yeah. This team here, unless they get a prolific on the team, yeah. I don't know if they're going to take the step up, but I hope they do because Tom Brady deserves it. Yeah. No more bangers and mash in the cafeteria, I'll tell you that much. No way. <laughs> we are TB12 in it. That's right. The whole way. What? You think Guerrero's in there right now telling him about yeah, the Yeah, believe me. Uh, like I said at the white party, we knew what he was doing. I bet he already has an English office set up over there. He's probably recruiting all the best masseuses and trainers into his TB12 cave, and they're going right to Birmingham City. What do you think the BCFC uh, trainer who's meeting Guerrero for the first time is is feeling like or sounding like whenever he's talking to him, Ty? Those fucking bollocks. This, this yank doesn't know fucking shit from Apple <laughs> but uh, about about football. He thinks he knows about football. Not football over here. It's awful ball. What about pliability? Did he tell you about pliability? Did you hear about all that? Pliability doesn't mean shit on a soccer field. Can you fucking put the ball in the box? That's all that matters. <laughs> a lot of Brits today. A lot yeah, of Brits. Yeah. It's a good, like, good like mix that. up. Yeah, me too. I really enjoy that. Maybe we do like Ty, a world tour. Ty has a couple. I can't think exactly of who they were, but Ty has a couple new ones that I heard in Tahoe a few times. Like, I can't wait till these become like a thing. I, well, I, was, I was pretty boozed up. <laughs> Almost all week out there. I couldn't tell you which ones were new and which weren't. Yeah, and maybe we'll, by the way, maybe we'll have a show or two that is, uh, that's just kind of one of the things. Like, yeah, yeah Todd's yeah. boozing for this particular show. <laughs> yeah. Kind of doing a brainstorming session mm-hmm. out there. We'll get it going. But yeah, I mean, the amount of voices inside Ty Schmidt's head <laughs> yeah. is Ooh, wonderful. Sir. Unbelievable. It's an absolutely Amazing. wonderful thing. And I can't wait for the folks at ESPN to, to see it. Oh, I'm sure they'll love it. I'm sure they'll love it. <laughs> I mean, the, par- the Parsons and Lou Holtz and Jay Glazer conversation what? that he did right before vacation was ridiculous. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, like unheard of. True talent. You know, yeah, real seriously. talent out there. Seriously. Let's go uh, back to the phones. Brett in Alaska. What's going on, Brett? Alaska. Got a call from Alaska. How's it going? How's it going? How how you doing? How you doing? Keep moving. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. How's Alaska? What part of Alaska? And just like Anchorage? That's what I just assume everybody's in Anchorage, Alaska? Yeah, that's where I live, but I uh, work in Beluga, Alaska. Oh, like the whale. Oh, yeah. Is that the home of the albino whales? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> okay. All right. I've seen these. We were talking real. Do you use the planes to fly to places? I saw that. What is that? The uh, Alaskan uh, bush people. Oh, that's yeah. right. They fly planes to get from town to town up there. How civilized where you work and where you live? And how literally, how long is the warmth? You know, when does it become like unlivable outside? Um, well, it depends on where you moved from. Depends on how... I guess livable it is. How tough, but, uh, you're saying how tough you are. For the yeah. ma- for the majority of yeah, I guess how tough how tough you are. Hell yeah. How how thick skinned you are. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But for the most part, uh, it's unlivable for the majority of the people. Got it. How the majority long? Of the time. How long? Like ten months? Nine months? Dang. Um. Well, it's only we've only had a couple days in the in the seventies this summer. Damn! If wow. that makes it, if that makes it any better for any of you. <laughs> okay, so like two days in the seventies, and then and then what? Then it goes fifties, forties, and then down to freezing. Um, the, ma- the majority of the summer's been in the fifties. That's absurd. Is it light all what day? What is it right, right now? now? Is it light all day right now? Right now it's light. Yeah, but uh, we're starting to turn towards the darkness. Okay. How cold is it right now? 
Um, today is in the mid fifties, lower sixties is the high. Get out on a golf course. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get out on a pool. It's a pool day. Yeah, it's a pool day. We, we there's no rain, so absolutely it's a pool day. There you go. <laughs> oh, you, like you have no rain in Alaska or no rain this time of year? No rain today. <laughs> oh, okay. Normally rainy as fuck. Rainy as fuck, just like it's it would be swim, up right? in the uh, upper Pacific, up in Seattle and all that. Rainy mm. when it's 55? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. Beluga blows. It's miserable. Huh? Why the hell is he standing there? He lives in Anchorage. He works in Beluga. okay. It sounds beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful in Beluga. Yeah, I bet. Don't sound like it. You ever seen the proposal? It's beautiful. I have. They actually sent me a lot of money to be up here to work. Oh, Okay. We got an oil up there. We doing oil up there. We doing uh, some mercenary work up oil, there. Oil, oil and gas. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Well, thank Who you. Who you selling it to? Jeez. So fuck all of you guys that want to drive them electric cars. Hell yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, shots oh. fired. All right. I'm saving the world. I don't know what you're doing up there. Hell yeah. What do you want to talk about, buddy? But I, but I want to talk about the uh, toxic table first. Okay. What is this guy doing oh, all day? fuck you, Connor. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of your Patriots and all of your Boston bullshit. Yeah. I'm a Thai. Yeah. I'm okay. a Yankee. Hell yeah, I'm brother. I'm a Yankee fan. They stink, okay. but hell yeah, brother. Well, and Thai, I do have, Thai, Thai, do have a little problem. bit of uh, ties to Iowa. Hell yeah. Okay. So my family owned uh, a dirt track race car back home in New Mexico. And so I've been, uh, I've been to Knoxville. All I, right, Brett. Thanks, Brett. What Love Brett. What was, the, what was the place called? Brett, I, 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 don't, I didn't want Brett to have to do that. <laughs> like a dirt track. How big was the dirt track? Brett, we appreciate the hell out of you, Brett. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you know that. Alaska. Could you imagine being in Alaska full time, it sounds like? <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. He's kicking what? ass for us. Though. Horrible. He's yeah. kicking ass for us. They, thanks for everything that. he does. But yeah, How does it get? God. 50 degrees? It's 55 right now. It's rain, he said. Yeah. Normally rain. Not today, but normally yeah. rain. Yeah. Yeah. So is he taking? Let's call him back. Mick, call him back. I should hung up there. I have more questions. We should have talked. Definitely yeah. taking a boat from Beluga to Anchorage. Yeah. Is he staring at thing? Because that, that's probably pretty choppy. You know, right. Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> or a seaplane. Is he? I mean. Seaplane would be cool. What a time. So they're doing oil up there, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Life up there. Oh, yeah. There's oil. There's no, oil. No, but I thought they slowed it down a pretty good bit, I heard. Yeah. Hopefully not. Well, we just don't drill. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we don't know. There's a the pipeline. Mitch just said, I have no idea how to call people back. Uh, Brett, we apologize. Right Brett, that's everyone. on me. Brett, that's on me. I accidentally, I do apologize. It's okay. But we appreciate people listening in Alaska. Absolutely. That's a far way away. Yeah. yeah. I've heard Alaskan cruises, though. You probably did this, and our friends that have done this. I've heard Alaskan mm. cruises are awesome. Have you heard yeah. about this? I have heard. Yeah, I've talked to people. They say it's kind of weird going on a cold cruise, but yeah, they say it's sweet. <laughs> This yeah. guy goes on a cruise every year. He does. You remember? He goes on like a five-day cruise in the middle of the Caribbean with every Ohio State fan that has at least $25,000 to spend. Exactly. I'm not, getting on a, I'm not getting on a boat up there unless it's driven by Sig and it's the Northwestern, okay? Rest in peace, True. Sig? Or was no. Sig still alive? I think so. I, would, I feel like I, I sure would hope he's Are alive. all the Hansons alive? There's a couple of them. I watched that program. For a good two training camps, binge watch it or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really appreciate their sacrifice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. In, great show. in the life they choose to live, you know, to do that for all of us. Sig's still Hard alive. living. Sig's still alive. Shout out Sig, bro. I love you, Sig. 
I mean, Mike Rowe also. Yeah. He and Lee Schreiber got to be the two best like voiceover. Yes, guys. they do. Yeah, Mike Rowe does a lot right now. Oh yeah, he does a lot of writing and talking. He's still doing dirty uh, jobs. <laughs> I don't know about that. But he jobs. might. Be. Uh, he does. He does a lot of writing and talking. I think. Still, I think he's isn't he? Uh, uh, is there something? What do you mean? Voice. He does dirty jobs again. I think like online or somewhere. Okay, good. It was a good. Okay, that nice. was a good show. It was. That was a good show. He's super handsome. Good he's voice. a singer. Yeah, he's like a quiet. He's like an opera singer. You ever seen him sing? He's unbelievable. He's, I love that dirty jobs run too. Great yeah. show. Pawn Stars had a run with that. Yep. Yeah. What was that one in Detroit? De- uh, Poop.com. Uh, no, it was Detroit uh, Pond. Yeah. yeah. Detroit Pond. Yeah. That guy was Detroit the man. Pond. Les? What? That was too quick. What's your problem? What's his problem, Fox? Yeah, I don't know. Tony's got issues. That's all it I is. I do have those. Right? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that. What other shows kind of had a little bit of a run there? It's like Oh, shit Bar Rescue. Rock of Love. Rock of Love was That's awesome. I think show. you were in that. Yeah. Weren't you on that? Yeah. <laughs> I was not on that. You were on the Guess buzz. judge, yeah. You were yeah. on the buzz. Mm-hmm. A Flavor of Love was on yeah. there. Yep. Mm-hmm. My ride. My, my ride. ride. Zip it. Yep. This guy likes the, the bowl. Show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a fucking bowling alley in your Acura. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mad Mike. It's true. I loved what he did to those cars. Oh, yeah. Love the Orange blow. County Choppers. Orange yep. County Choppers. Yep. Tuttles. Tuttles. Yep. Yep. Italian Hulk Hogan. Tuttles. That's right. Ted, you're my favorite. Oh, Son God. What a show. Love Italian Hulk Hogan. Have we run through it all, man? Now I kind of go the... to Below Deck for that. Uh, Vanilla Ice, what do you have? Who? Vanilla Ice. He was on Remodel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was flipping houses. Yeah. Surreal Life was good. That also, what was that? Um, I think most of them have passed away now. Oh, no. With Dr. Drew, the rehab one. Oh, Celebrity, oh, celebrity Rehab. Celebrity yeah. Rehab. Yeah, celebrity that was Burn a show. Burn Quite banged up on there. Quite a hey, kill rate. Come, my lady. Come, 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 my lady. You're my mother. That guy. Yep. He's super cool. I don't know how he's doing. I hope he's good. Shifty oh, Shell Show. Okay. Yeah, him. He's super cool on that show. I hope he's okay. Oh, yeah. Shifty escaped one time. I remember watching. Yeah, he was on the run. They didn't have any cameras on. He was. We don't know where he's going. I was worried about him. He but jumped I, the wall. But I did like that he had that, you know, outlaw mindset. We can't, oh, forget, yeah. we can't forget dog. <laughs> dog, oh, yeah. Dog. yeah. Oh, 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 can't forget dog. Dog, best, Leland. He's not yep. doing it. He let that guy get away in Florida, and I lost all respect. Well, the guy was in an alligator's mouth or something like that, yeah. wasn't it? Wasn't that guy dead? Well, dog? but he yeah, traveled he from Pacific Northwest all the way down to Florida, and dog never got him. Oh, yeah, bro. The guy didn't have any ice on him. So <laughs> True. Bones. Wasn't able to find him. I think Lee, uh, Beth has passed away. Rest she did. Yeah, yeah, rest peace, River Monsters, we heard. Just got. Oh, I did enjoy River Monsters. So, actually, so the guy yeah. caught well, all of the River Monsters, so the show had to stop. Yeah, show's over. He caught every single huh. one. What happened? What, what? So he, that was an announcement that was made? Yeah, he yeah. caught every River Monster in the world. He and, said, after seeing every river on Earth with these eyes over the last 15, 20 years with these River Monsters, it has been determined that I've caught every fucking fish out there. Every like, freshwater one. He's kind of a bitch-made cat because he won't go on the ocean and find them, but he found all the freshwater ones. Just river monsters. Still. It's not about salt water, dude. Yeah, but it, guess what? If you find them all, you got to go somewhere else yeah. and find some more. I would like him to go into the ocean, though, because I went down to uh, the Shed Aquarium. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some of those deep water things that just, like, glow out of nowhere. Oh, Freaky. Yeah. And then some of these photos that pop up of fish that are down there, like... I would like us to learn more, but I don't want people going down there in tubes nope, no. to learn more. No. So we need a dog to bounty hunter yep. who will put on fucking glasses, goggles, yep. have a little flow, paintball gun, and go down there. Yep. Exactly. Free swim. Yep. And find what we, we have down there. I think that's probably where there's some aliens and shit, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably. 
right? Don't oh, you yeah. think, AJ? Secret society. Because that, that alien uh, UFO, that commander, Navy commander guy that was the one flying the plane that found the Tic Tac video. Mm -hmm. Dave Grush. Uh, David Fravor. Dave Fravor. Fravor. Commander Fravor or whatever, retired. Him talking about the whole thing, he said that uh, they were supposed to do a practice thing, and then they said, no, let's go on a mission. And he said for like eight weeks there had been something, or two weeks, I forget the only, uh, that had been hovering at like 80,000 feet, and then came down to 20,000 feet, and then would go back to 80,000 feet. And he was like, 80,000 feet is space, by the way. He was telling people. <laughs> so then whenever he flew over to it or whatever, he saw it, and he said there was something in the water below. White water was in the ocean below it. And then all of a sudden, the chase was on pretty much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hell yeah. So he was racing his thing that ended up being 60 miles away in one minute or whatever. So you do the math, he said. That's like 3,600 miles an hour, I think, if the most basic form of math, if I'm doing it right. And he talked about the Gs that was pulled. Uh, they asked the question, one of the people were like, um, were like, could a human body handle the Gs that were being pulled? And he like, it was out of a movie. Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, no, he basically said, and the thing, this is a commander that is saying this about, mm -hmm. but he was talking about the ocean basically being a thing. And all these sightings are kind of over San Diego and then over the northeastern yep. part of it. It's all over like ocean stuff. What's going on in the ocean? A lot of water. Good question. A lot of shit we don't know, right? Because remember they say, space. we know more about space than we do the ocean. There's That's a lot right. of water out there. Well, now, remember that airplane that went down MH370 or whatever, and they never found any of it? Don't really? watch that documentary. Malaysia? Yeah. Don't watch I'll, I'll watch that. That's a tough documentary. It's a, it's a tough doc. Yeah. It's terrible. A yeah. good There's no one. answers. We got no answers yeah. for anything. Yeah, but they make you feel terrible. I mean, you still get the feeling. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, you meant that. I meant the doc sucked. I'm at the story is crazy. We we have no answers. We don't know what happened. Okay, so let's divert away from. We hope families are never going to be able to find closure. No, no, no. Like what did happen to it? We, I mean, it crashed and everything. Rogue died. it was a rogue pilot, man. He took him. He took him down. Yeah, but then he had to Sounds turn off like, the black box. Like, yeah. how is he not tracked yeah. by anywhere else? I, I don't know how that works with the sky and satellites and everything like that. But you said that documentary sucked. I, I can normally just watch pretty much any documentary because I feel like I'm yeah. learning a story. But there are some people that are co considered documentarians that I don't think they do a good job telling stories. That one, I mean, well, I, I think, I'm not saying that one, but I'm just saying I in agree, general. I agree, and I think that one's oh, yeah. problem was that we there hard. wasn't any answers, so it was hard, and it was just a bunch of people speculating, which pissed me off. Did any, any good new documentaries out? Really? Uh, actually, there's this uh, one. Those are going to become very prevalent, right, with the writer's yeah. strike? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There's one about the Webb telescope that is getting all these new images of space like billions of miles away. And they, sh they shot it up into, like NASA built it, they shot it up into space. It was a telescope attached to a rocket, basically. And it's, it can see miles and miles away. So they're seeing new stuff that they've never been able to see before that will hopefully, you know, give answers about. Where is it? It's a, a, a documentary? Yeah, Netflix. What's it called? I believe it's called uh, like the James Webb telescope or some something telescope all right hey listen got a little homework Let's there you go it's homework. only an hour long oh and untold the, has a new yeah, series yeah, coming out yep. johnny manziel jake paul oh, florida yeah. uh when uh, that come out barry bonds yeah and barry bonds. Oh, the and, jake paul okay. one is out yeah now. jake paul did you I heard watch it, good. it? it, was, it was, I was really good it was. really good i'm gonna watch it yeah, i'm gonna watch yeah, it what sure. a he's documented everything so the amount of footage they had to 
pull from. Yeah. Wait, and, he's uh, fighting in two days, right? Yeah. Or when's yeah. he fighting? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Sweet. Sweet. Ariel Hawani uh, posted a clip from a one-on-one <laughs> interview that they were going to have sitting at the ends of tables. And the way this was handled by Nate Diaz, this entire thing, has been <laughs> rather hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. I mean, rather hilarious. He told us that he's taking Jake Paul very seriously because in the fights that people have low expectations for your opponent, you have to train harder because all the backlash, if you were to lose, uh-huh. is so much worse. But then every single thing that they've been doing, been he's just been distant standoffish. Yeah. I don't care. This whole conversation that Ariel Hawani posted was epic and reminded me quickly, oh, this fight's happening in a couple days. Yeah. I'm very excited about it for both parties. Here's from a sit-down with Ariel Hawani, brought to you by Design. You know, put on some of the greatest fights in the history of MMA. Um, he has an amazing fan base. Obviously, people love him for a reason. And I know he's coming to bring a war. That's what it says, ready for f***ing war. And I think the fans are the ones who get to win the most out of all of this because we both don't want to lose. We both don't want to back down. And um, he's... <laughs> See ya. All right. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. All right. See you guys a little bit. All right. I'll see you guys. <laughs> see you guys on Saturday. Jake Paul's cutting a promo about how lucky the fans are for this and how we're going to go to war with each other and, like, really cutting a good promo about yeah. the fight and how excited he is oh, to promote boy, it. Right out of there. Did he wave yeah. at his driver, you think? Yeah. We got to play the other one, too. Him looking around, like, looking back. like, hey, Yeah. And then, like, the pump fake, too, yeah. before he actually stood up. Am I actually? <laughs> do you think the he car? Signaled, was he signaling his buddy to get the car? Yeah. 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 Is the car ready yet? Uh, I don't know if the car's ready yet. I'll be right back, he says. Right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> and he's gone. And Jake Paul's like, why am I the only motherfucker that's promoting any of my fights? He said this about Tommy Fury, too. Yeah. yeah. He was like, Tommy Fury or something, like, where have you been to promote it? Diaz shows up at the promotion and then just leaves in the middle of it. I'm excited to hear Jake Paul's take on it and his side of it all. And he talked about him being disrespectful and missing interviews whenever yeah. Nate Diaz got caught in some interviews. So this has been his kind of thing throughout this entire... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Great promotion. I absolutely love it. And when he wins, in his mind, I assume, Nate Diaz... We'll be like, yeah, I kind of showed the entire time like what this is going to be like. And if he loses, though, Jake. He's going to let oh, him have it. Jake is going to be so loud. Yeah. Jake is going to be so loud. About 20 yeah. minutes ago, DeZone just posted there was uh, there was a fight at the weigh-ins, it looked like. Or the I don't even know if it was the weigh-ins. It was, oh, the face stare down? Yeah. Yeah, a nice little hand fight. There's Logan. Isn't Logan up there? Oh, this is a different one. This is from today, this- I believe. Is it, oh, oh, who's still punching? Right Someone's actually there. punching. Somebody with a good jawline yeah. there. Like well, security that? guys, right? Yeah, I mean, Nate's crew is used, not scared of getting fights. No, they're not. No, that's like kind Wait. of their thing, right? That's not Never Logan. Mind, it's not. No, it's not Logan. Who's buddy with the jawline right here? With the ear and the hat? Oh, oh. Boom. He throws a right. Wait, is it Jake's? Are those Nate's guys? Because Nate, Nate has yeah, a Nate was on the. If there's a different angle that Gumpy said. Yeah, that's Jake Paul right there, right? Yeah. And there's his robot, obviously. There's his robot. The suit Backwards guys. hat right there. Backward hat. Oh. He looks like an MMA guy with those ears. I mean, the, that's the good thing is that this is a real fight. This is not just trying oh, to yeah. fake it and sell the fight. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped to watch this thing. Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's go, boys. Here we go. Here we go. Guys, Here we go that guy's big pushing people around. Huge. There's a lot of big dudes out there in suits. Yeah, yeah, there are. And then Jake Paul's walking around in the back. I yeah. wonder where Nate was through that entire thing. Hey, but you remember how we was talking about in the uh, in camp how we had the fight? Yeah. 
Go back and rewind this clip right quick. Oh, no, you're watching some Uh-oh. guys? Oh, oh yeah. no. Some of the security? Uh-oh. Hey, you've been paid for security. Like, this is what you're here for. You're saying there's some security. I saw the robot did not go running in. No, he did not. A couple of them back there was <laughs> like, I uh, don't want that smoke right there. The robot did not go in. I, I I don't think any of us expect Jake Paul to go in there. No. This is certainly a security. You remember when um, Undisputed Era... Oh, that's right. Came yeah, up and AJ kind of let him get a little too close. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a push there from somebody. Go back to the Jake. beginning of that. Hold on. I think we got a... Uh, okay, there's yeah, the... Diaz guy. How did it start? Okay, Fuck here we go. Says. He walks, bitch. Is that Jake's security too? guy? You a bitch, too, he says. Yeah, you a bitch. That's what it sounds like. Okay. And then like Jake's guy pushes. The backward guy. He's a bitch. That, right? I mean, this guy's a bitch, I believe he's saying. Oh, oh push of Nate's guy. guy oh. Uh-oh. That's what started everything, probably. Yeah, I believe. What are you doing, huh? What do you think this, this is? Guy. So I was the backwards hat here. is body body. He yeah, throws he a punch is. right here. Who's he oh, trying oh, to punch? Oh, he tried to punch the security oh, guy. Oh, like, oh, the, that big security guy. They are growing right there. Bald guy? The big bald guy threw like five straight. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Sweet. Great job promoting the fight, guys. Yeah. I like that. All right. Who on the team wants to go throw some punches? That's what we're going to do. Your ears are fucked up. Get in there. All right, so I'm going to tell you. know what you're doing. Come on. Yeah, this ain't your first time, pal. I do like the Nate Diaz seemingly wanted to fight the guy that was supposed to be in between. Yeah, yeah. like the promoter Like or the Dana White yeah. UFC yeah. weigh-in thing. He was not happy with that guy either. He did not have time nope. for his shit. You're not fucking Dana. How about that push, though, out of nowhere yeah, for that, one guy? And that was on that dude. You saw a couple people go. That's why you hit him. That was the thing. Wait a minute. Wait a well, you got, we are, hey, you guys are, we get a security. We appreciate you securing stuff. We fight every fucking, that's our, what we do. Our <laughs> own security. I'll watch the fight now, AJ. Not that I wouldn't before, but that reminds everybody, hey, this fight's definitely happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like that, AJ. I like that a lot. So it's on DAZN, that's how we watch it? Yeah. DAZN pay-per-view, the DAZone, I think. DAZN app, or can I just pay-per-view through that? You probably, probably just Google just, it. You can probably just buy it on pay-per-view, I would mm-hmm. guess. All right. Yeah. With a black box? DAZN's doing the production? Yeah. Got it. So that's probably a DAZN production. Mm-hmm. Public okay. pay-per-view, though. Yeah. I was so who's going to be on the fight? Who will be commentating? Uh, I assume Ariel's going to be in there, right? He's always, he, he does, does a the, lot of these fights. Yeah, he does. The, He'll in, do like pre and post, right? And do the interview in the ring. I don't know. He's, I'm talking like during, he was play-by-play and color and all that. I don't know. That's a good question. I assume it'd be right. a highlight. It'll be a yeah. all-star lineup, I yeah. assume. Pete Davidson. I don't know if Pete's going to be doing any Jake stuff. Yeah, I think he's not. Is Triller still a thing? Uh, Remember Triller? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Bieber performed on one of those fights, I remember, during COVID. I thought Triller got shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Rumble now is the new one. That's right. Right? That's what everybody's promoting. Rumble's Rumble's a platform, right? I guess Triller was too, but Triller wasn't a social media platform. It was just strictly sports, I thought. This guy. What are we talking about? We're talking about platforms. Yeah, Rumble is this new one, right? Rumble is not a sports on, thing, right? Though. Yeah. Dana's wearing Rumble sports yeah. shirts. That's what I watch Slap on. Paul Diaz will feature Ariel Hawani, hell yeah. Sean Porter and Todd Grissom as commentators and ringside analysts for August 5th event in America. Okay. It'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Very, very pumped about that. All right. What's up? Drain it. Nice. Got it. Oh, I like those white laces. Big, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm big white laces on black shoes guy. Me too. You know, I'll go all black if I want to, but it just felt like these ones had a little touch of black in there, a little fashionable. You yep. know uh, what I mean? mm-hmm. Stefan did so. I was like, yup, yup. Mix them up. Oh, no. Swag. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
We're going to have a great night. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hall of Fame game is going to be spectacular. What? The hammer. Dad. Boys are about to give out some more lessons on what we should be gambling on this evening at youtube.com forward slash hammer. In about five, ten minutes. AJ, great work today, pal. Hey, really good. Hey, boy, AJ. Nick Underhill did a great job, eh? Yeah, yeah boy, Nicky. Thank you, Nick. Diane Rossini did a great job, eh? Thank, Thank you to Pac-Man Jones for everything this week. Also, what you had to say about Terrell Rivas, I think, is a little heavier in a lot of people's eyes as opposed to, like, any of us saying it. Yeah. Thank you for putting him over, talking about him, and enlightening us that he is allowed to be considered the greatest. Guy's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. Really totally good. agree. Really good. And we're going to see some big-time shots whenever they're rolling Thomas's highlights. Oh, yeah. Everything we just talked about. You know, all those ear holes and everything like that. Woo. We're about to see something with old 54 flying around. Yes, yeah. Can't wait for it. Let's enjoy the hell out of tonight. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Goodbye.